Hey, what's up, dorks? Welcome to the Dorkiest Podcast. I am your dorkiest host, Mike. And joining me this week, she's laughing up. She can't, I, I, maybe I'll have to change the intro because every time I do it with her, she cracks up. She loves the intro. Welcome back to the show, Zoe. How you doing, Hi, Zoe? Good. Good, good. How's good. your weekend been? Good. Good. Yeah, did you have fun being a mini celebrity at the mall yesterday? Yeah. What am I talking about? No. You don't want to talk, talk about, about it? We don't talk about that. Can I talk about it? I guess, yeah. yeah Zoe ju- <laughs> dressed up as one of her favorite anime characters, Junko from Dungan Rampa, which is the old... You right. Huh? You pronounce it right. Well, I'm an old man, so I can't like pronounce these cool, hip anime shows that you that you youngsters are part of. But yeah, she dre- we went to the mall briefly just to get out of the house uh this past saturday and uh yeah zoe dressed up in full cosplay and you have what like four people I come mean, and take pictures lots. of you i think ulta <laughs> oh and and, and Ult- you went you went with the yeah. you went with erica to ulta like earlier in the day but too? They didn't know who i was I just complimented my outfit and my makeup that's it yeah and you got like countless uh yeah, you were countless compliments but yeah you were a little mini celebrity so we got a celebrity on the show this week welcome junko from danganronpa no <laughs> <laughs> and joining us uh, for the first time on this show, it's not the first time that I've podcasted with her. Uh, longtime fans of The Skinny with Mike and Adam might might remember her from the brief appearance appearances. You've made a couple appearances, actually, on that show. Welcome to the dorkiest, Erica. Hi. Hi, wife. This is my, this is my wife of uh, eight months. We've been together since 2016, uh, but we've been married uh, for, you know, a short time, but, you know, many, many years to come. We're going to get married, married. In the beginning of uh, 2022, and I'm looking forward to that, love. Yay. Yeah. So joining me. Uh, dream. Huh? My dream postponed dream. three times. But, you know, for the last time. Yeah. Let's postpone <laughs> for the last time. Let's cross our fingers that COVID-21 doesn't, you know, rear its ugly head and we have to do this song and dance over and over again. So anyway, we're going to be doing a special retrospective episode today, and um, we're going to be talking about controllers. Who controls the controllers? I do, you do, and you do. And you, the listeners, control the controllers as well. We're going to talk a little bit about um, the history of like the major consoles and the major controllers out there and how the, the different innovations each of them kind of brought to the table. Uh, over in front of us here, we have a good amount of them, actually, from several consoles both from the 90s and beyond uh unfortunately we don't have all of them i would love for us to have um like the nes and the snes but uh we have some hand we have some handheld consoles here we have um a lot of nintendo consoles a lot of sony controllers here and we have you know one from xbox but uh zoe i think i know we talked about it briefly um on your debut episode but what was the first controller you remember holding in your hand the Wii U controller. The Wii U controller. Oh, not controller. the Wii U, not the Wii U. The Wii I get those confused. So I don't know why. Well, the public in as a whole was confusing the Wii U and the Wii, and that's the reason why the Wii U was unsuccessful. But we'll get to that when we talk about that controller. Uh, Erica, what was the first controller you remember um, playing with? Was it mm. one that you guys owned yourself, or maybe that you played at like a daycare or a friend's house or something? I don't remember the chronological order. But do you remember? Do you re- what was like your first controller you remember holding? I don't remember which came first. I remember playing the original Nintendo. Okay. Little box thingy, but I don't remember if the Sega came first or, because I don't remember when my brother first started playing games, because that was, um, that would have been the first controller. But I don't remember which one came first. But I played the Nintendo at a daycare. We played Duck Hunt. 
and I think oh, so you actually you used the light gun attachment too? Um, yes, we had the, yeah they they had the gun, but then they also had something else that I played. But I don't remember what it was. Okay, so it was around the Nintendo NES uh, era, maybe even the Game Gear as well. Yeah, I mean, if you can tell me when Aladdin came out, then maybe I don't remember because <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yeah, there was a... the first. Yeah. Yeah, there was a Game Gear slash I think even like a Game Boy version of like the Aladdin and Lion King games too because I played a Ala- I played Lion King on this the Game Gear, but we'll oh. get to that uh, in a little okay. bit. So uh, mine was the NES, uh, which I guess is one could be one of the first ones we talk about. But um, I guess let's jump right into it since we got a lot of controllers to get to. Um, Zoe, do you know what the Atari Twenty Six Hundred was? No. So this was one of the f- most successful. Um, first uh, uh, home consoles, and Zoe's like, cr- like real in her head, like cringing right now. <laughs> Erica, do you know? Are you, are you familiar too much with the Atari, Atari Twenty Six Hundred? No, so never encountered anything like that. We have it up here on the but TV. When, when was its inception? Uh, so this was the late seventies, actually. This was before nintendo actually entered the console market oh, 1977. so yeah so 1977 was uh, was this one here so as you can see here very rudimentary we just have like a one big control stick with one button on here you know we think we think about you know how complicated controllers are nowadays with touch screens and gyroscopes and four shoulder buttons with four face buttons and two analog sticks but uh yeah i mean you played space invaders with this there was versions of pac-man that you played with this like <laughs> Yeah, very rudimentary type of game. So can you imagine playing a game these days with just this joystick in the middle with the red button? It's just an arcade thing. <laughs> yeah, it's technically, yeah. Because that's what I mean. All arcades are just maybe a couple of buttons and mm-hmm. some sticks. Yeah, uh, and that's what the Atari 2600 was supposed to be. It was supposed to bring the arcade experience to the home. So, you know, a lot of them, of course, just had the joystick, maybe a button or two. I thought but- arcades weren't around until like the 80s. Uh, they were popular in the 80s, oh. yeah, but they were, like, arcade machines, like, were around since, like, the 70s, I think, late 70s. I, we, nobody in this room was alive around that time, so <laughs> so our, our history is going to be a little bit uh, maybe incorrect. But, yeah, this laid the groundwork of, like, all consoles going forward, you know. Uh, we and, and you know what's crazy about, the, about this uh, joystick here? Because I've actually held this in my hand at a, at a thrift store or something. This can only go four directions, up, down, left, and right. There, you can't go diagonal. It might as well just be a D-pad. <laughs> it might as well be a D-pad. Yeah, it was basically just a long-standing D-pad. You go up, down, left, and right. So it's crazy how rudimentary and simplistic this thing was for how, quote-unquote, revolutionary it was when it first came here. Even crazier, 1979, the Intellivision. What is this controller right here? Zoe, what does that look like? <laughs> that looks like a fan remote. It looks, like a, it looks like a telephone. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a numerical pad here, one through nine with zero, and I think in the center here, what is that? It looks like a it looks like circle. start and enter, okay. I think, and then we have like a little trackpad, um, kind of thing for directional you can buttons tell here. How old it is? Like, look at the the wood paneling. Yeah, there's wood paneling Ew. on it. It looks too. like a tape Why? thing. <laughs> like a like a tape player. Tape player. Thing, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, again, this is 1979. The fashion back there especially with home interior design was wood paneling so this was meant to like look like blend into like people's entertainment systems and people's walls and cabinetry (laughs) how are you supposed to play on this thing you know that's the crazy thing i'm not too familiar with the intellivision and what kind of games you could play on there so i can't imagine playing with a look trackpad i mean the trackpad's like 
you know, it makes sense, right? That's your that's your directions. But like, the do you numbers. press one to go, two to attack? I don't know. Is there a DVD player in here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Zoe. That was the most adorable thing you've ever said. This is 1979. You thought there was a DVD player? There were the DVDs yet? No. That was, what, 1999, 2000, love? Yeah. Yeah, around that time. Because I remember our first DVD we had was... What no, it was Star Wars Episode Two: The uh, Attack of the Clones. So that was 2002. The early thousands of DVDs were still really expensive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like... Twenty, thirty dollars mm-hmm. or or more. Now I they're think. in the discount bin at Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> so you know, like DVDs, like are not. You know, the cheaper it gets, like the the, the you realize. You know, because there's it's around a lot longer, but I mean, in the masses, unless you're like a tech whiz and you follow all the electronics, like, um, uh, like in, um, new newest technologies emerging, mm-hmm. you, m- most. Like, I wouldn't know when it first came out, but I know when it came to, like, a store and I saw it and people talked about it. Yeah, and the only reference I have is, like, the first movie me and my family had was, like I said, Attack of the Clones. So that came out 2002. So, yeah, I mean, that was around when we could afford DVDs. How are you supposed to put stuff in there to play games? Is it, like, a little box thing? So I think this little slot over here on the side, uh, I think this is where you insert the cartridge. So I've seen video game documentaries where people play the Intellivision. Again, I don't never held one and never never played one so i don't know how this actual controller works but like compare this to what we have now like zoe said this looks like an old telephone doesn't it well it's got a (laughs) coiled cord yeah and the sound also came out of the control uh, out of the console itself wow yeah it's maybe because they didn't have like um the auxiliary the with the coax or what is that called i forget the coaxial cables Yeah. yeah yeah even the old nes which i guess we'll go ahead and jump forward right now 19 83 before i was born see i wasn't even born yet the nintendo entertainment system now i mentioned uh this was the first control this is the first console that i ever remember playing and it was super mario brothers of course erica you said you know one of your early video game memories was playing duck hunt at uh, daycare yeah yeah so uh so i mean most people like our age erica are like yeah i'm sure most of us have like had experience with this but like i wish we had this controller because I would love for Zoe to kind of get a, a, a good handle about how small it kind of was. But this is the Game Boy color that we have here. Erica, if you want to uh, hand that to Zoe and kind of let her get a feel for it. I mean, it would be a little bit spaced out, a little bit farther. Yeah, you can see that the start... it is more like a little, like, chocolate bar. Yeah, it's about chocolate bar sized. Um, it, as you can see on the screen here, the corners were actually pretty sharp. And this was not a very comfortable controller to hold on to. It's- yeah, especially for adults. I can't imagine like an adult back in Child, 19... children, easy, easy yeah. to play this thing. So, I mean, if, if you want to just look at over here too, even on the screen, it's pretty similar to the Game Boy Color as well. We got the B button, we got the A button, start, select, and then a four directional pad, uh, D-pad over here. So well, it's just that, but but Game Boy. Yeah. So so the Game Boy was basically, and we'll talk about the Game Boy when we get when we jump to um, handhelds as well. But the Game Boy was, like, very revolutionary for its time, too. It was, it was very popular, too, and it, you, it, it brought a lot of games that you could only play, like, on the, like in the home console, like, to, like, handhelds. And it was revolutionary for the time. But the amount of games that you could play and the imagination and the in- ingenuity that of game designers back in the day, that just had these two main buttons. 
Like one like from Super Mario Brothers, for example, one was to run and to use your fire flower. One was to jump. And that's it. That's all you needed. Wow. <laughs> Can you imagine playing Breath of the Wild with this? That's impossible. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Uh, well, now we're on this Nintendo train here. Uh, Nintendo entered the handheld market in 1980 with the Game & Watch. Now, we've seen little snippets of this um, kind of... What is the Game & Watch? It's a tiny little handheld thing, even smaller... Wait, when did that come out? The 1980. So it's but, like a TV. before their console? Yeah. Uh, so Nintendo used to be a toy company. I don't know. If you, I don't know if you. I don't know if I mentioned that before, but uh, they kind of eased into the video game market back when it like first started to get popular. And of course, you know they they kick butt at it, so they that that's their main you know business model now. But this is one of their major toys here, and this is one of those LED screens, kind of like the Tiger Electronic uh, machines. And you can see here the some of the earliest ones here we had a left button a right button <laughs> it looks like a tiny tv it, it kind of is if i kind of uh, i wish i could kind of it's maybe about this big zoe it's about maybe the size of a wallet really that's yeah that's tiny and you can see up here too you have like a game a game b and time so do you remember both do both of you remember the uh the late the most the latest E three Nintendo Direct where they had that kind of special edition yeah, Legend I was of Zelda? Gonna one? Say, that looks like that. And because it's a game and watch, you had a time button here, you could use this as a clock. <laughs> wow. wow. Well you can see like I don't know what that thing at the top is, that's the time. I think this might be the score for whatever the game mm. this is, but uh, you this this you could convert this to a clock if you wanted to. Mm. Yeah. Oh, because so, there's an alarm on there. Wow. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Not only did the because you know lack, children they they need to they need they have busy schedules they need yeah, to so, yeah, their they, lives <laughs> they need to keep a clock with them at all times mom mom I need this it's an alarm clock I'll, I'll be better about <laughs> if getting you up you won't at, buy me a watch mom at least buy me the game and watch <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah this didn't even have an A or B button see look there's a left button and a right button like oh it has an arrow showing right this way mm -hmm. left this way I okay. guess that's for the kids who don't know how to read. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mom, I'm going to learn my left and right. <laughs> <laughs> did, when you saw that, um, Z, did, when you saw that Legend of Zelda Game & Watch Special Edition, did you have any interest in playing that at all? It looked adorable. I ha I'd have it for, like, decoration. Yeah, just like a thing to keep on your shelf yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, jumping, over, jumping ahead here with the 1989. Oh, my gosh, I didn't realize it was that. Oh, man, the really ancient one. Yeah, this is the first iteration of the Nintendo Game Boy. Now, we passed around the Game Boy Color, which is obviously a lot smaller. But, Erica, did you ever um, uh, I know I don't think these? I ever saw anybody with that. But mm -hmm. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. I almost... Mm, no, I don't think my brother had one. Okay. Well, actually, I don't know, because it looks so familiar. And I just don't feel like I would feel like it's that familiar unless... Like my brother maybe had it, like maybe he did, but then he ended up getting rid of it. Okay, yeah, I mean he might have had one, and maybe it just like got gross, and my mom threw it out or it's something. It's possible, yeah, because even by the time the Game Boy Color came along, because you could play every Game Boy game on the Game Boy Color, it's just some of them are meant for the Game Boy Color, and you can you know have color. So have you ever seen a Game Boy in action? No. Like on like on a video or a documentary or something. No. What do you think the games look like? Pixelated. Very pixelated. What colors do you think the games look like? Black. Okay, you're you're halfway there. <laughs> Black and white. No. Black and gray. Black and green. 
this little green screen over here is the is kind of the main color of most of the games here. Do Why? you remember that, Erica? Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to make all the games. So it wasn't like until Shrek. the. Yeah, so you, so you can play Shrek on it. Yeah. yeah. Even though Shrek wasn't. Around. <laughs> <laughs> so the Game Boy Color was the, uh, if, if I remember correctly, the Game Boy Color was the first color handheld console, and it wasn't until the Game Gear that like you got like full sixteen bit range. As far as, as far I as don't color think goes. the Game Gear has color. It does. It has full color. That one, Sega. Mm -hmm. Yep. I this was my main hmm. console for a long time until the PlayStation One. I don't know. I I don't think I played it nearly as much as my brother did. I just heard it turn on and Sega. Mm -hmm. That was the only thing I liked about it. I was like, I like that noise. <laughs> well, we're jumping ahead over here. I mean, speaking of Sega, Sega Genesis came along and they kind of directly competed with Nintendo and. Not only that, you 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 can see kind of even just in the controllers here, the NES versus what the Genesis control look like. Very sleek, kind of going for a modern '90s vibe here, almost futuristic like. And look, look Zoe, an extra button. Why three? They got buttons. A, B, and C. Wow. <laughs> so we're we're getting future tech right now. And, and I like that, how they make it curved. Like yeah. we're not gonna be boxy. It's not gonna be boxy, and it actually was a lot more comfortable to hold than the NES controller, which was really cool. Not only that, but you, if you look at the D-pad here, eight directions instead of four. But how? It only it only has a little plus. Uh, oh. yeah, but you can see that you can kind of go oh, into the corners okay. of each direction here. Hmm, so that was a big innovation because you know a lot of the top, especially the top-down like RPGs or top-down like platformer games, you can finally go in directions that you had to kind of maneuver and like jump up and then go forward instead of just going diagonally you know so there wasn't really diagonal games though right everything was not really a lot of the scroller yeah a lot of the games that were built for the nes and the game Boy. i mean it might be useful if you were playing like a space game oh yeah but or, uh, i don't know swimming or something i mean just like with all consoles all guns all games most games are built for the console and the limitations of the console, mm -hmm. uh, and you don't have any, you don't, you, you don't no, remember I'm, having experience I'm with this. Certain that my brother never had that. Okay, yeah, there, there, a lot of the times, especially when we were kids, Erica, like, I don't know if you were ever like involved with this, but you were either a Sega kid or a Nintendo kid. No, my brother was both. Oh yeah, I loved all those. I mean, you had to be pretty well off to get both because they were pretty expensive at the time. But like, you know, I mean, obviously we we see here because we're we're, we're um, some of these are Erica's brothers, uh, consoles and um, handhelds. So my, you know, my, my brother-in-law, and some, of, and a lot of these are ours too. The one, especially when we're going to like the newer stuff. But yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, Kyle had the Game Gear here. He had these Game Boys, but uh, and the Game Boy Advance as well, which we'll get to. But yeah, since we don't have a lot of experience, I wish we would have had it here so I can get, show Zoe, especially like how much bigger this controller is compared to that the thing NES. Looks weird. You don't like the way it looks. It's too tiny. It actually is a pretty good size. I think it's a. I think this was meant. It was also marketed to like, quote unquote, older kids. Older kids means bigger hands, and bigger hands means you know you can't hold like a small, small little controller without it being uncomfortable too much. Uh, so that of course brings us to the next Nintendo console, the SNES, the Super Nintendo. Now, what's your history with this, Erica? I have. I don't think I ever played that. Mm -hmm. I, when did this come out? This came out in 1990. So okay. the year your brother was born so i guess yeah you know. so i don't think he would have made it <laughs> i was just wondering maybe like if your parents had or maybe if your dad had one too it was literally my bro it was a neighbor who had consoles that because they moved in and we were excited because in the in the boonies 
um, we lived, <laughs> then there was this kids that, and everyone around us was just like, you know, they have just like, they're just richy prick people. Um, and then some kids moved in and we were really excited that one kid, one of the kids had video games and my brother, that's where his journey began. And I don't remember the year. I mean, my brother was at least, I want to say at least six or seven, maybe, okay, so around you know, the, old enough to talk and walk and, and so around six or seven, he would have been, so this has been 96. So around the time the N64 and the PlayStation would have been coming out. Yeah. 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 So then like, that's where he started playing games. And so this is, a, this is so this is still like before your guys' time then. Yeah, yeah. This is still. Yeah. Okay, Cause my dad wasn't interested in them until my brother started playing and he did dabble a little bit. It was more just to like, you know, it was all really just for my brother and then I would get interested occasionally um depending on the game. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Yeah, I have limited um experience with the SNES as well. I didn't have one. Uh, so like I said, I had I had the Game Boy, a Game Gear. So wait, how many years from the first console to this one? So 1983 okay. was uh, oh, the wow. first Nintendo years, console. Okay. Yeah, so seven years. So I mean, it takes Nintendo about that time to always come out with a new console, as we'll see. That controller uh, looks normal now. Yeah, so we're getting around the time that um, or we're getting around the shape and the button mapping. And now there's four buttons. Yeah, they're and, multiplying every single time. And Zoe. Uh, if you look at this button layout here, A, B, X, and Y, does that remind you of any controllers that might be in front of you right now? Nintendo ones. Yeah. So this is the standard that Nintendo would go forward um, into the future. And I know we don't have one in front of us because I, I, w- I would love to show you this one. It's a little bit bigger. And I know you can't see it in this picture, Z, but there are trigger buttons. There's an L and an R. Uh, wow. Right no. So wait, they added four XL? buttons four. in one console jump? Yeah, they did. Yeah, wow. so they had the, they added the X and the Y, and then the L and the R. But did they actually end up using them? Do you know? Certain games. I remember in Super Mario World, you would push one of the tri- uh, the shoulder buttons, and that would bring up like the item menu. Wait, so you overworld. played this one? I have limited experience with this because a neighbor had one. Ah, oh, so, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I didn't have this myself. I would have loved it because there's lots of games that I've only had to go go back and play like digital versions of. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, but I love this controller. This is, this is very comfortable. Unfortunately, look, as you can see, still only four directions with the, with the D-pad, but we're getting more close and closer to the modern day. Uh, that, uh, I guess let's jump ahead to the, um, the, the handhelds now. Uh, the Atari Lynx, uh, remember, do you remember that, uh, joystick with the buttons-y? Which joystick with the buttons <laughs> With the Atari the, 2600? The, this first one we talked about? the stick. Oh, that one? Yeah, so this company still made games into the 90s. Uh, this was oh. their first handheld. I mean, aren't they most, what are they most well-known for? Um, Atari. Atari, like, so Pong, Pac-Man, things like that, Space Invaders as well. Uh, so they kind of... the ones that did Tetris? No, so Tetris so first came out on the Game Boy. Oh, was it? Yeah. I mean, it was a computer game. How are you yeah, originally it was a computer game. And, I hate that. Yeah, so I'd never seen this before. This is the Atari Lynx from 1989. It looks like we have an A and B button up top, and then another A and B button in the bottom here. Like as if you were <laughs> hand, you have like four hands or something. Yeah. It's like, why is it spaced out like that? It's so strange. I don't know what this is. We have, And then we have the middle buttons here. Option one, restart. That looks like it's really easy to mess up your game. Just move your, move your thumb right there and restart your whole game. That's supposed to play. We have an off button here, backlight on, and then power. This 
looks like a nightmare doll. But look, that's a color. So wait, is this? I guess this must be the first one. Yeah, huh. interesting. Okay. But uh, yeah, so we have the Game Boy here. Wait, wait hold on. What's, what's the game? Oh, well, the Game Boy was still black and monochrome. Yeah, this came out the same year as, as the Game Boy. I guess this was monochrome. This was the first one with color, I guess. So I was incorrect with that. So well before the um, the Game Gear. I don't know what this is. That the looks N- like a walkie-talkie. It looks so thick. <laughs> so, wow. So The NEC Turbo Express from 1990. So everyone's trying to wow. get on the console. Yeah, and, and this is when a lot of, again, more. The NEC is a, actually a PC company. but uh, uh, what do you, So a lot of companies kind of jump in on, the, on that uh, Nintendo, Sega bandwagon. And, you know, not a lot of them are ended up being very successful but 1990 we have the game gear now oh. erica if you could hand that to oh. zoe i want to see I'd, so imagine that zoe with six double a batteries inside of it and how heavy that is oh it is, heavy? is so heavy i think i swear my brother had like an own its own purse for it <laughs> i and had one for too spare batteries because you know you gotta Mace. replace some batteries after like a several death? hours yeah, I had um, a whole little like, carrying case with this because this was my primary console until the PlayStation One. So this sustained me for like seven years. Wow! <laughs> but yeah, as you can that see, was your first. That bad to hold. Was that your literally your first? No. So my first was the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System, wait, and then wait, the wait. Game Boy. Oh, you had then, you had the Game Boy. Yeah. So my mom bought a, my mom brought home a Game Boy from like a flea market or something, oh. and then a couple games, and then she also brought home from a flea market a couple years later the Game Gear. So, woo, I was I was so fancy back there. But you can see, Z, you got the one button, the two button, start. That's it. I think it's not even that bad. I mean, it's kind of, doesn't it remind you of a certain console that you love playing almost every single day? Nintendo Switch. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I mean. Well, I mean, primarily like the Wii U. Oh, yeah, I mean the Wii U. Because it has first, that yeah. more pad-like. Well, I mean, I guess in terms of like the next, the um, the successor, I guess. Yeah. I, I always like this form factor for handheld consoles, too, with the screen in the middle and then the you know directional pad on one side and then the face buttons on the other side. But, uh, yeah. I, I, well, because it's it's like a book. You can literally have it on your lap. You're not, like, squeezing in your arms towards the middle. Yeah. What do you, so what do you think of that, Z? It's, it's cool. I mean, it kind of looks like a camera, too. I don't know. It reminds <laughs> little, me of a camera. Yeah, a little bit. And why is there a game in here called Arena Maze of Death? You can ask Uncle Kyle. So it at. must be the last one he ever played <laughs> and then uh, oh. never went on again. I like it. I play this. Yeah, and it's nice and thick, too, so it can fit, like, big hands, which I mean, is pretty good. I like that story that you had looked up about, like, how how much of the data had to be just for that um, intro music. Yeah. The Sega. Yeah. Uh, so that Sega, the famous Sega on the first Sonic game took up, like, half of the data on the Oh, cartridge. is it just Sonic game? For that first one, yeah. So I think they they got better about like data compression and stuff like that. So oh, okay, so they added to other games. Mm-hmm. What okay. is that string on the bottom? So this is a little strap you add to your wrist. So just oh. in case you know you get startled or something from the epic gamer moments that you come across with the Sega Game Gear, <laughs> you don't want to drop your very expensive handheld console, right? Right. The best handheld console on the market. So that's cool that you like you're not like super adverse to that it's one. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not. It, it's got. It's more ergonomic than. Um, than other yeah yeah so like i said that that one sustained me for a long time and um let's see do we want to talk about any other handhelds before we move on to the big boy looks like we have here the mobile phones and things that ilk 
So I guess there's some mobile phones that like did games. Maybe this one had Snake around it or something. I don't know. The Tiger what? Game. Tiger that? Game. Wait, that just looked like an old phone, an old mobile phone. Hey, yeah, I know some wait, of them. How? Oh wait, I see wait. Tetris. Oh my and god! Snake. So wait, they're saying that you could play, but it has no screen. So what you're just like right imagining there. what's happening? This tiny little screen right here. You played yeah. Tetris oh, wait, and Snake. Screen? What? Yeah. Wow. Does it look like that? Well, I mean, I remember seeing mobile phones in movies like that look like that. That looks like creepy. I don't know. Yeah, I like had no idea. Walkie-talkies that had like more of a home phone look. Yeah, I had no idea these type of phones had the capability of playing games. That's crazy. But Only the, like the ultra-rich probably. This one I've never heard of before. The TigerGame.com. But it looks pretty, I mean, similar to the game Are here. Those Wait, wouldn't forks? that just be Tiger Game? No, ti- it's called it? TigerGame.com. What? Because what about Tiger Game? I have no idea. Get right. Tiger. Is right. it a suitcase Jeez. or is it just photoshopped into a suitcase? It's just photoshopped into a uh, suitcase. Why is it photoshopped into a suitcase? Just to be funny, I guess. Wow. But, uh, yeah. yeah so this one like, I do not approve. <laughs> the Bandai Wonder Swan from 1997. What is Look this? Look at this monstrosity. What on earth? Why are there so Look many buttons? Look at all these buttons. Why is there... <laughs> so folks, for the listeners here, we have an A and B button on... So think of the game gear. We have an A and B button on the bottom right-hand side, what looks like a trackpad track pad on the upper right-hand side, and then on the upper left-hand side we have Y1, Y2, Y3, Y4, and then on the bottom left-hand side we have Y2K. X1, X2, X3, and X4. Apparently they're playing the original Final Fantasy VII. Or Final Fantasy One. sorry. Looks difficult too. This looks like an abomination, and it's hurting my eyes. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> the yeah. Neo Geo Pocket. These are like one-hit wonders. Yeah, these were just uh, other companies trying to get into the console market. Neo Geo Pocket. I remember seeing this advertised a lot. I think it doesn't look that bad. Mm-hmm. The Gizmondo, which was a phone what? texting game console. That looks like a coin purse. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> but uh, I guess we'll go ahead and jump ahead over here to what we have in front of us. But the Game Boy Color, I believe this came out like in 94, 95 or something like this. This was the next iteration of the Game Boy. Obviously, it you know, it, it's a Game Boy that has color games, yeah. which is very cool. I don't then, know why my brother has two. And then uh, the Game Boy Advance, which I'm going to hand to Zoe over here. This was uh, kind of the, this is kind of a, comp, a handheld version of the Super Nintendo. So, why does it have the Target logo? Uh, I think it's just special edition. Special from edition Target. Target Red, I guess. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's, that's Uncle Kyle's. But uh, that, that that was capable of some pretty powerful games. Well, and, the, uh, I mean, the cool thing is is that the screen used to be square, and then now that one, the the screen's a rectangle. So I feel like that gives. Um, I mean, I I don't remember playing that one. I did play the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I imagine that it was a little better yeah so yeah, more like field of view yeah it had better like pixel art and like i said it, it, it almost everything that the super nintendo was capable of um was playable on the game boy advance too but hmm. we're moving backwards a little no, bit as far as controller I mean, like, they're wise separate, they're separate like cartridges right they're more the yes same. they are but yeah. you can also play game boy games on this they would just stick out Oh, you could? I didn't know that. No, it was actually pretty cool of them to actually make that backwards compatible. Uh, Speaking of which, like, uh, backwards compatibility, we're moving backwards, uh, which is interesting. Wait, wait, isn't there shoulder pads, though? There are shoulder buttons. Yeah. So we're we're moving two buttons from the Super Nintendo. We're going back to just A and B and then L and R for the trigger button. So, I mean, a bit of a step back, you know, considering how many buttons they had on the 
Super Nintendo, but this would be the last time that Nintendo would have just two buttons on their controllers. This thing's so tiny. Yeah, it's pretty tiny. Yeah, it's pretty small, but, you know, it's fit in your pocket. That's the whole point. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the Game Boy, that one was really pocket-friendly. That was basically a phone. Yeah, I wish I could show you the original Honker Game Boy, the one from 1989. I feel like I remember remember either seeing it or maybe my brother did have it, but wait, what what year is it from? 1989. So it would have been like an old one Mm -hmm. if I had seen one. Maybe I just saw somebody have it or I don't know. Yeah, if, it, if if you guys got into video games because of Kyle, then yeah, that would have been before you guys' time. I mean, no, I mean like you could have bought an old one, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know, though. But going back to the home console market, this was my reintroduction into home consoles after the Super Nin- after the Nintendo NES, the the Sony PlayStation. Now, we have a bunch of PlayStation controllers you, in front of us. When did you say you got this night around 1996 or something this was oh, my birthday so present from my parents oh yeah it's like the best gift they the ever best gift you. they ever bought me was sony it was a playstation one and it had the uh dual shock the first edition of the dual shock this is not the dual shock this is the original playstation controller now z what zoe what is the uh, major thing missing from this one uh joy con sticks well the yeah the analog sticks analog yeah sticks, so yeah. they when when playstation introduced that i think in around 96 or so wait, wait so this is the first playstation this is the playstation one and wait, they, they had they had nothing else before this right no so uh, so sony was supposed to uh partner sony, with nintendo sony was just electronics and yeah. then they were like dang they were coming really late onto the scene considering all those handheld consoles well and... the full story is that sony was going to partner with nintendo to make a cd add-on to the oh, to the CD. super a CD oh. add-on to hmm. the the Super Nintendo, which would then be re which were would then CDs? iterate into the Nintendo's next console. CDs were around in nineties, early nineties. Yeah, the mid nineties. Really, they were expensive I mean, technology. Tapes were still. Yeah. I still remember having tapes in my first. But they were expensive in technology. My first car, yeah. which was in the th- <laughs> early thousands. <laughs> Mine car too, yeah. But I mean, it was an old car. It wasn't an, like a new car. But um, uh, but because of that, because that financial deal fell off, Sony went off and took their patents and created their own console, and the rest is history. Mm. So this was the first controller. And now you have a shirt. And now I have a shirt. <laughs> but uh yeah this is the, the original playstation was basically uh this playstation 2 controller with no analog sticks so a lot wow. of the games you control I mean, with the directional pad throughout the years their controllers look almost identical I... yeah we so we, we start to get like um similar you know uh, but wait looks and uh, feel. when is xbox come on so Xbox, we will get there. Oh, okay, uh, it's in the it's in the two thousands, but uh, yeah. we're almost there. So now we're, we're, we've established the two main consoles. I mean, handhelds are are pretty prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't really feel like the, is there a market for handhelds? I mean, well, I guess it, I feel like they're going back on the scene now that the Switch is portable. Yeah, but now Xbox is swaying away from portables or even consoles basically well, xbox game pass you can play on your phones and your tablets so, so technically, i guess they're like hey we're not going to make the devices you're just going to use the device you already have yeah which is actually very consumer friendly too so it's true i mean i have so many memories on this playstation but granted i had the dualshock version of this so i had the, the ones oh, with man, the analog they, gave, they, they indulged you well, I think by the time the DualShock edition of the PlayStation came out, like there was already a price drop. So I think that's what I think that's what like convinced them that okay, let's just buy him a console. He really wants one. Uh, here we go, 1996. 
Now, Erica, can you hand Zoe this controller here? This is the N64. This is a successor to the Super Nintendo. I, I, I don't understand why they made it an M. They, they, they missed out on like having like some sort of marketing for the N. Mm-hmm. Why is this so weird to hold? I know. <laughs> Zoe, so obviously... It was, like my, it was the first controller um, that I like played an actual game, like not just... So I know you're confused, Zoe. So what you're going to do is you're going to take your right hand, put it on the right part of there, take your left hand, put your left part, and take your third hand and put it in the middle. What? (laughs) So you're actually meant to uh, move your left hand and move it to the analog middle part when you're going to do that. Because also, do you feel your index finger on your your hand? There's a third trigger button. That's the introduction of the Z button. Wow. Isn't that interesting? So this I guess weird. I guess that is true. I mean that there was no other console that had two shoulder buttons. I don't well, that was like the well, I mean I mean yeah. I mean technically four. Well, the, when the PlayStation One came out, that had the four. Oh, it uh, did. R one, R two. It already had four. Yeah, R one, R two, L one, and L two. Did they have games that used that? Uh, for the most part, because you know, again, that was the first major console that had it. So game put developers would make games that utilized it you know it wasn't until the mid 2000s where we started using those to, for shooters and things like that but uh yeah how, how does that feel zoe it's weird <laughs> i don't like it what about those yellow, little yellow buttons can you describe them over on the right side what do they look like it's just up down left right so would would you believe me if i told you that a lot of games especially after super mario 64 use that for the camera that's a camera? Those were camera controls. Yeah, so strange because <gasps> it looks like the D-pad, but then you're like, wait, there's already a D-pad. So if you look at it here, you think of this as the left analog stick, and then think of those yellow buttons as the right analog stick, except you press it down instead of rotate it. All at once or just? Well, I mean, if you wanted to look up, you'd press the yellow up button. If you wanted to look down. Oh, it's the camera. For, for some games. <laughs> oh, the yeah. thing, I thought you meant camera like photo camera oh like no no picture. <laughs> like, what? Take pictures. maybe for pokemon snap you take yeah. pictures behind you with the with the down button yeah. and the... i mean pokemon snap came out on the n64 so maybe that's what you used it for this thing's that weird snap i don't like it that early it was it was, was on the n64 yeah what mm-hmm. oh, i don't remember that yeah and um if, zoe if you turn that, that around early, too though. that was early. that was so do you see that big old slot on the top is of the controller a game slot it is not a game slot what do you think that's for do you know what that is for, Erica? Yeah. I think that's a piece where you could put like a little controller assist thing. I don't Ooh, know. Controller really, assist? That's really close, huh? So that's actually for what's called the rumble pack. It's a rumble pack. That sounds so, weird. More accessories. So it's actually a uh it's actually an add-on for the N64 where you can um the controller will rumble vibrate because you know how wow. like you have controllers that already have that built in with the dual shock right so if we go backwards a little bit with the playstation one controller the original playstation one controller no vibration oh wait then i i thought that's what the dual shock was well when in 96 when playstation released the dual shock version of the controller oh, oh you're talking about the original yeah model. yeah this right, okay. one here without the analog stick so this one okay. did not have vibration but the dual shock had vibration and How strange they they put in vibration before they put in analog sticks. Well, the, well, the Nintendo was the first one to do that, but you had to buy it separately. <laughs> it was new technology that you add to the controller. Well, wait, so wait, they did a lot in one console. I mean, yeah, so granted, this is the first an controller. awful like shape. Yeah, the so this M is the first controller. controller with an analog stick. Yeah, 
and camera controls. With, yeah, camera controls built into it there, and then and a trigger, but well, I three mean, trigger buttons, and yeah. then the potential for vibration as well. Which, mm. I mean, Zoe, I know you were born I mean, N sixty four. Like, do you? I don't know how that compares to the other consoles, but I feel like it was extremely popular because that's when Mario oh, yeah. was. It, well, Mario sixty four, Smash Brothers, Donkey Kong brother, Country. I, I don't remember even see him like playing the side scroller. Si- Star Fox as well. Star Fox well, became yeah. very popular with Star Fox sixty four on the N sixty four. Yeah, I mean, you even love Banjo Kazooie. That was that yeah. that that came out on the N sixty four. So I don't like this controller. Yeah, I mean, for someone like you who um, you know plays modern controllers and like as you can see, most of the controllers have pretty similar layouts for the most part. Like you know the same amount of buttons and stuff that is very weird and i remember it being weird when i first put my hands on one it didn't seem weird to me when i used it because i really hadn't used any other controller so that was was kind of like your first game console as a family oh oh it was it was yeah Yeah. i feel like before my brother even got any kind of like i actually don't know if he got the sega first or you mean the game gear the game gear yeah i feel like maybe he got that first Mm mm-hmm very simplistic though when you compare it to that so I mean, oh no i know i just don't remember the timeline like i don't know if he ended up getting that like way later or if he got that when it came out because what, what was the sega again the time frame the 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 game sega, year yeah 1990 oh, okay so i i mean i want to imagine maybe he had that he dabbled with games but then like really went into games when mm-hmm. the neighbor who i think had like an n64 or something so you're looking at the screen with shock but uh let's go ahead and move forward from the n64 but keep we're gonna keep the n64 in mind because we're gonna reference stuff in the future but on the screen here we're going back to handhelds zoe what what is your familiar do you know what this nokia n-gage is no but i know nokia is a phone brand it is a phone brand this was their attempt at handheld gaming by combining a game console with their cell phone why do they do that because they liked money. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and you can see over here, too, you have a directional pad. Uh, you use the buttons similar to the Panasonic, whatever that thing, the, the Intellivision. They could call people? Yeah. So you, you, you look I'm over here. video games at the same time? I doubt Maybe it was, not at the same time. I but bet like, you they didn't have the capability. <laughs> yeah. But you can see you can play music. I mean, remember what we told you? The way internet worked? Yeah. I mean... I don't know how it would work on a cell phone, but I mean, even at this point, in two thousand and three, you could. I think certain phones could use web browsers. I feel like at that point, like at least with my family, we we had it where the people calling didn't interrupt internet, but I don't remember because yeah. I mean, you <laughs> know, dial dial yeah. up was like somebody's using the phone, you can't use the internet, and then if somebody calls while you're browsing. Yeah, it took precedence. The Nokia N-Gage is one of those things where I wish I had just for like historical purposes. This thing it's looks in like a museum. A, this thing looks like a nightmare, but like I want it because like it's crazy. Did it do good or not? It actually. Where is like the thing you talk into? Like, I, don't I don't even. Know. Oh, where do you hear? Oh, maybe it's on the backside. It could be. I, I don't know. I wish like I you dial. <laughs> this thing was three hundred dollars, by the way. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Oof. Yeah, from no. ni- in 2003 that's a lot of money yeah yeah the nintendo ds this oh, was a goodness. successor Ooh. this is the original version too the big the big chunker oh excuse me you didn't have one uh i did i bought uh zoe's mom one a long time ago for christmas i believe it was and uh yeah she she played it a good amount and i think zoe might have played new super mario brothers i don't on even this. think Kyle i don't remember that. what i played yeah it At doesn't this point, look like he was like super into like 
PC gaming? He started getting into PC gaming because he met friends who were doing like Counter Strike right. and um, I I can't remember all the other games that they would play, mm -hmm. but that's when he he converted from handhelds and consoles to computering. Right. Computer gaming. Yeah, and, and because none of us up. here really have like experience with PC gaming, I, I think that's something we're just gonna have to skip talking about. We're gonna talk. I mean, about it's it. it's got a place, but it it's does. Not, yeah. It's not like a because this is the we're exclusively talking about controllers and that i mean that's literally like you can talk about keyboard layouts and i remember when i was a kid though i had like this flight control thing that like was handed down to me by my dad mm. and it was like this flight stick that had like a row of buttons and i it was like kind of compatible with like some weird games that i had like on my but what old was it PC. from my dad was like using it for something and then he handed it down to me when he didn't want it anymore but then what, what does that have to do with computers I'm just saying, like, PC peripheral oh, it's a, controllers. Oh, it's a, oh it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was, I, mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there was PC, like, adapters and stuff. Yeah, it was the Wild West, so on the PC but back when it in comes the 90s. To, yeah, I don't, I, we, we don't really know the same, like, history with PC games. I mean, they were always there. Mm -hmm. There's Tetris. I know that was um, pretty heavy on a computer, right? Or I don't really know how you would have played Tetris on the computer unless it was, like, CD. I mean, the Tetris is very rudimentary. It just needs arrow buttons. So. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, how would you get it on your computer? Good question. You yeah. didn't really have like downloads from the internet. Yeah, there was not. A, it wasn't fast enough. <laughs> Couldn't handle that much data. So yeah, like we mentioned, as far as PlayStation One, they introduced the DualShock in ninety. Looks like it was ninety-seven. So I misspoke. So this is when they introduced uh, vibration and analog sticks. Oh wait, sticks. really? Oh, okay, so then wait, your first console didn't have. So yeah, so I had the version with DualShock, is what I'm trying to say. So this is this is nineteen ninety-seven. Oh wait, when did you get your console? It must have been ninety-seven. Oh shoot! Yeah. That was really like that looks very normal now. Yeah, so we look. I mean, we're we're primarily a PlayStation and Nintendo family here in the house, so we're very familiar with the PlayStation controller. As you can see, uh, we have a DualShock Two, DualShock Three, and DualShock Four in front of us right now. Right, unfortunately, we can't. We don't have the Dual Sense for the PlayStation Five in front of us. But um, uh, Zoe, what's the main difference do you see between the DualShock Two and the DualShock Three? A cord. There's a cord. Absolutely, yeah. So when they moved up to the DualShock 3 in the, in, for PlayStation time 3. Frame? It was oh. wireless. Time frame? Uh, we, so 2000, 2000 was the DualShock 2 uh, for PlayStation 2, and then 2006 for uh, PlayStation 3. What's the difference between that the, that one, 97? No difference. So, the, so for PlayStation 2, uh, the DualShock controller was such a success that, they just uh, called it DualShock 2? They just called it DualShock 2. It just <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh, great. Maybe Why do you there even was give like, it a different name? I mean, maybe the DualShock 2 had, like, better latency or, you know, things like that. But, like, I don't know, like, the stats, why they would call it 1 versus 2. Yeah. Maybe just to match the PlayStation 2. But uh, So then, uh, then it, so, yeah, so it went from, yeah, But I, I, I absolutely love, uh, maybe it's because Sony came to the console market so late. But I love the uniformity between uh, what the one, the two, the three, the four. Very um, well. They it's a really good shape. And yeah, and also out. forgot to mention the DualShock Three, which was the six axis before, has a gyroscope in inside of it. So for the motion, gyro. Oh. So yeah, for like for tilting, some certain games had it. Not you know, I haven't even played on that one, right? The DualShock Three. You yeah. Uh, I don't think you have. You have, have another. You have another Console. Yeah, this it, is just the black DualShock yeah, 4. Yeah, yeah. okay, because I haven't even played on that one before. Yeah. 
So we are almost to Xbox, but now we're, since we're talking about Sony here, in 2004, uh, right before they brought out the PlayStation 3, they got the PSP. This is their introduction to handheld gaming. Do you want, want to pass that around? I don't think either of you have much experience with that one. No, huh? this is yours, right? This yeah, is your, that one's mine. Your thing. Ooh. I have, except for the PlayStation 5, I have every Sony console, pretty much. That's just what a knockoff this? of Nintendo. That that is ah, the that is the analog the, stick. Oh my gosh! It just looks like a speaker. It's yeah. It's a little it's a little nub. Oh my gosh! That's so satisfying. But what you'll notice too, there's no right stick. There's only a left analog stick. Oh no. Yeah. That and that made a lot of games hard. So especially with like, you know, controller uh, games that need to make like it camera. For this and then and okay. So but yeah, if you want to make it for this, you can't just you know make it. It'd have to be different from what would be on the console. Yeah, what do you, what do you think of that, Zoe? I like it. I'd play on it. Yeah, do you do you think it's a little too small? Kinda. Yeah, it's very cramped, and uh, so we yeah we have the L, basically the L and R buttons there. We have the 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 sacred symbols, the triangle, square, cross, and circle, and uh, this was actually a multimedia player. You could upload MP3s into this. Was that the first time? Because I mean, whenever you go to the Sony home screen thing, it, they always have those icons with like camera yeah so it, so the playstation 3 would eventually like kind of borrow this what what they call the cross media bar and okay. you would take this to your pc also and like upload music you can upload videos this thing could had sold movies that would that's specifically for this can Wait, you hand that to me was this really? the one with the like controversial um component so oh my god yeah, it pops so out it pops this is this, this is for the umd Thing. So what? Sony invented oh, yeah, the those, UMD. Those, those little. Were those. This was the controversy. This was one of them. This is actually one of the reasons why this console was not very successful because very expensive technology had to go into making this thing, which was ahead of its time for the you know for what it was in 2004. You get you had an MP3 player, a video player, could play high end games, like. But it was very expensive and it was very like. What was what's that little thing that pops out? What is that? That's where you put your games. This is the oh, UMD okay. Controller. It looks like a DVD drive. Yeah. So there's little discs inside of a cartridge that they called the UMD, the Universal Media Disc. So that went into this. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for as far as like taking the PlayStation experience and making it handheld, it was pretty successful. But you know, because it was so cost so costly, like you know, it it, it didn't do as well as. They wanted is, it. But is that the controversial... I remember that we would watch a... a okay, so it was a different console. Yeah, so we're, we'll, we'll get there. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> yes. Nintendo's... Linear... Linear... Uh, chronological. Yeah, Nintendo's new... Uh, which right, I think so to this day... 2011. To, up until like a couple of years ago, they were still making games for this. The Nintendo 3DS. Now, have you played on a 3DS, Erica? Um, I have very limited exposure to this simply mm-hmm. because my brother was no longer into handhelds. He was a, I mean, he was, was, he was was a superior out of PC. High school and yeah. I'm this was after my dad died and yeah, so yeah. I mean even but even the handheld like the original DS, was there a 2DS? I don't even know. Well, there was a there's something called the 2DS where it was a 3DS that they took the 3D functionality out to make it a little bit more cost effective. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. cuz um to be honest, I only saw this um, with my ex's child oh, okay. who had this. So, you know, it was cool. Like, I, I remember, like, seeing, like, the, the stylus. Yeah. I love the, the stylus. Yeah. 
which we, you know like... we didn't talk too much about the ds but yeah the ds had like the little touch screen on the bottom part and yeah i mean because yeah. you know a very unique way to play games because Zoe... they have because they have like some drawing things right oh yeah there's they a lot of like, like drawing games and that uh... was like was it integrated into the base um system or was it some game you had to buy uh, I mean, the system itself, because of the touchpad, like had drawing capabilities, and I think there's like apps on there that came with the console okay. that had like little drawing and notepad things you can do. Okay. Uh, Zoe, you have played like 3DS stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, you get from your mom, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, your mom, I think, still has like Cookie the old. Cookie Mama, 3... I always play Cookie Mama yeah. on there. It's and you've fun. played a uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf. A on little there, bit right? of it. Yeah. yeah. I've yet to beat it. I mean, pretty standard as far as like, the controller system wise, because at this point we're. At this point, as you can see, we is, have this is well. Is, this is the new is 3ds. This work? Does this work? Because I I didn't actually like use this, but is this the idea in which they had for the Wii U, where you have the dual screens? This was the inspiration for a lot of the stuff with the Wii U, but we'll get to the Wii U. Because well, I'm just asking because I, I, I don't know <laughs> um, how this works. Like, why is there two? Like, why is it called like 3ds? Is that just because so, it's like the third? The original was the. Th- was the DS and the DS stand for dual screen. Okay. And then the three D S was three D D S. So you could But how is it three D? This is a glassesless three D technology. And imagine it's incredible. That, I imagine that gave you a very big headache. So if you see this slider over here okay. on the side of the screen, ah, you can actually adjust the level of like three D ness. Three D ness of how much it'll pop. <laughs> Do you need glasses? No. You, you don't no, no. okay. And it actually works this new three D S version, the the most the latest version of this, used um, the camera to track your eye movement to actually know where to project the or how to position the screen to, was, to for optimal 3D. Is this for with batteries or is this a chargeable? Rechargeable. Oh, okay. These yeah. things were so popular in fourth grade. <gasps> fourth this grade. Wow, of... that was like forever ago for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like five years ago. But uh, uh, but what do you call it? Um, which console was it that was the last one to use like rechargeable like battery batteries? I think it was like the Game Boy Color or the Game Gear Game Boy Advance, I think. Wait, what what what? The original Game Boy Advance right there. I think that was the last one to use batteries. Oh. Because okay, the Game Boy maybe. Advance S P was rechargeable, if, ah, if I remember okay. correctly. I mean I don't I don't even remember when rechargeable I remember when rechargeable I don't remember if it was like electronics or if it was like the regular sort of consumable batteries. I feel like that came later. Consumable mm-hmm. batteries like being able to be recharged because my dad had some like a recharger station. I feel like it didn't ever work very yeah, well. I used those because for the batteries the Xbox did not actually work. So I think it was more of a gimmick. It's like <laughs> you had to have batteries that could be recharged. Well, they die off every now and then, which is a shame. Yeah. Well, I mean, just I'm talking about the system thing that you would have to buy. But yeah, I mean, later it become it became actually efficient to re- refill like the AAA and AA. But um, I'm probably, it's probably electronics that started off yeah. with having um, rechargeable batteries. Erica, are you familiar with the Sega Dreamcast, Sega's last console? I remember the name. I don't. This is not familiar to me in terms of the way it looks and what okay. is all that. So I this? never had. You're looking at a picture of it <laughs> right now. You guys are looking so confused. And it, I wish we had it I'm, again. I, it I wish looks, we had that it. That thing looks like a taser. <laughs> what is that? Like, exp- where does that go? I'll explain what this is. <laughs> but uh, so this is the controller, pretty standard. It's a, it's a honker, 
but we got the one analog stick it here with the D-pad. Like, um, it looks like a spacecraft. It kind of does, doesn't it? Like like uh, the Enterprise. <laughs> a little bit with the big disc in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And look at all like the, the little the little triangles because you know they have those little pendants. Oh, these right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but as far as the controller goes, like I've held one of these before. I've never owned one. This was again like my neighbor had one, and so I I, I would play Jeez. with him. But um, yeah, this my, is a new my neighbor. neighbor was, this is a new neighbor. No, this is back when I lived on Guam. So oh, like, so it's still the same same. He was very wealthy. Neighbor. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, you know, pretty standard. We got the A, B, X, Y buttons. Uh, we got a directional. Uh, we got a D pad with an analog stick. Just a start button here in the middle. Now, this little empty screen here, right in the middle of the Dreamcast controller. Uh, what do you think goes in there? That little taser. This little taser. Here we go, Zoe. What do you think this is? Tiny little mini version of the Dreamcast you could take anywhere. Oh, you're actually pretty close. But I, why would you put that in the middle? Well, I want to ask Zoe this question really quick. Remember, this is 1998. Yeah. Zoe, when you save a game, uh, like on your Switch or on PlayStation 4 or anything like that, where do you think that information goes? The information of your save, of your save data. Where do you think that goes? Onto the disk. Onto the actual cartridge? Like the cartridge, yeah. Okay, so close. So I mean, because nowadays, that's yeah, so not old, the case. So old, like, handheld consoles, like the old Game Boy and Game Boy Advance, the saves would be on the cartridge. Nowadays, they're just saved onto the console. Before that, oh. there was something called memory cards and memory units. This, you had to buy this in order to save your game, Zoe. Oh, my really? goodness. And some games were actually pretty cool, especially with the game, with the Dreamcast, where... They had like little mini Tamagotchi like games that you could take with you. Like if you saved a Sonic or something or or Super Monkey Ball, you would take a little Super Monkey Ball or Sonic thing with you and you would take care of it. But how does it, is it battery powered? <laughs> These are little battery powers. So yeah. then you could take that anywhere. So, it, so it's not just the same thing. You like play games on there too? Yeah, or? you can like little tiny little games. You see there's an A, B and a directional button on this thing. So this is the only memory card of its kind that you can actually play a game on your memory card. Which Strange. is a weird thing for. You could put you that know. thing in the middle though, and yeah, play you put there, that right? in here. Yeah, you put that in the middle so of where your. Where does the disc go? Like on the console. They had a con okay. Yeah, it, it was a top loader. Yeah. It hooks up to that. So wait, do you play on a TV or do you play on that little tiny little <laughs> No, no. So this is an actual console console. Okay, so like, we don't, kind of we're thing. not seeing the console. Yeah, we're just looking at the controller. controller. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I thought yeah, I, what? Because yeah, I mean there's a. There. Yeah, this the cord goes into the controller, it uh, goes to the console, and the console goes to the TV. Oh. So we're not looking at the console, we're just looking at the controller, which is what this episode's about. Nin I mean a little bit about the consoles as well. Yeah, which, bit. I mean... We're not, we're not really critiquing, like, ooh, look at that design. Yeah. This is the Nintendo GameCube. This is the, the successor to that oh, wait, wait, N64 on. monstrosity. Wait, N64, that came out, no, 96, and then... Yeah, so okay, then 2001. So a, little, a little less than seven. Yeah, this little years. quick, little bit quick turnaround, but... Uh, this is Nintendo's new controller. For the game. I know you kind of touched this a little bit when we were playing Smash. Playing this. Yeah, we were playing See, Smash my brother Brothers had it, but I actually know I don't actually remember ever playing anything on yeah, that. Yeah, from when we packed away. Well, when his I was stuff. in high school at this point, this is literally my freshman year. Yeah, when we packed away his stuff, he had just like Metroid Prime. I think he had Resident Evil Four in there, a couple of other stuff. I like how squishy the back buttons are. I love the trigger buttons and how clicky they are. Like you can you can press them in halfway and then push them all the way to go all the way down. I love that. I but, don't um, like how there's only one Z button. Yeah. So, but again, remember the N64 had one little Z button in the middle, so they just moved it to the top with the with this new controller here. Wow. But, uh, what do you think of the face buttons where the A, B, Y, and X are? I don't like it. 
You don't wait, like it? Wait, no. wait okay, yeah. so they, they, oh yeah, because they have the, they have two analogs now. Yes, so that little, so remember the, remember I was telling you the, the, the little yellow buttons? They just turned that into an analog stick for this one. Really? Thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> it's C. It's now so Now it's called the C stick. Yeah. Wow. Everybody's A, B, C, D. Yeah. <laughs> X, Y, Yeah, <C>. absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, the A, B, X, Y is Nintendo standard, and you know, Xbox would, uh, would copy that as well. Speaking of Xbox, around this time, uh, Xbox came into the console market with uh, their first console, the Xbox. And this was their, this was their controller. This was a honker. I know it doesn't look as big as this, but this thing, massive. Have you ever held an Xbox original controller, Erica? Is it bigger than the one you have? It is much bigger. Like Think about like one and a half times this size. And it's so round, and it's so beefy. It's ridiculous. And there's two extra buttons over here when compared to the Xbox 360 controller. What which extra? Oh, wait, there's those two gray and a black button. Yeah, the button one white the button right? and one what black is, button. What's that? Uh, I, I remember on Halo 1, one you of those buttons. That. Yeah, I did. You played with this thing. I did. <laughs> Why? My dad bought this. Oh. My dad bought this instead of a what? PlayStation 2 because... You know, he was reading like electronics stuff. This is new. This is this is stronger than the PlayStation Two, but PlayStation Two had all the games I wanted to play. So you know, you're I like did. sadness. I was a little bummed out about it, but you know what? It is what it is. But I got to play you know Xbox games on it, which was fine for the time. But I remember on Halo, um, I think it was either the white or the black button was where you threw your grenades. Yeah. <laughs> One purpose. So a little too many extra buttons on that controller, but uh, yeah, but the main thing about this was that it was a honker. That yeah, like, really what weird. purpose is that? So wait, did that Xbox logo in the center do that? It doesn't do anything. It's it just a just logo. It's like, a lot of face. Yeah, it's like, a lot geez. of... Like, I would, it, did it even glow? I mean... Nope. It was just a big old thing to remind nice. you you were playing Xbox. <laughs> I mean, big, I like how wow. bright the buttons are. Yeah, the big Xbox buttons now I like actually turn on the console. jelly. They look jelly. Yeah, I do like the color-coded uh, I mean, in a sense, too. like, you know, every console kind of has their own colors. I mean, in Nintendo, they've always had the... I mean, especially <laughs> with the uh, NES controller, like... I, we did originally have a gray, but then there was green. I mean, but then there's all the buttons and those yeah, colors. Yeah, that was the great same. about the, the Nintendo 64 was that they had so many different colors. And like that, yeah. that, that see-through oh. purple one was always my favorite. Oh, I think I swear my brother had one. Yeah. Who knows? And it must have It might be in the garage or something. Yeah. But yeah, no, no. I mean, because like everyone had their... I mean, then you know, oh, that one's the one that's kind of funky. So I'm going like, to this one. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you know, we had to have that many because... That was the only time my mom actually played any games because my dad did play a little bit of games, played like GoldenEye and um, I don't know. He might have played Turok or something, but, um, you know, we all played Mario Kart. Yeah. And that's why we had so many controllers. So. Yeah. Which was good. And I'm glad you guys. Had, yeah. I, mean, I love hearing that story of you guys having like family video game time. That's yeah. I, I can't believe we like convinced my mom to play. <laughs> And you know what? Sometimes she would get good. She didn't play anything else. It yeah. was just Mario Kart. She's like, I'm a professional driver. Whenever we would go visit your mom, we'll go bring the Switch and have her play Mario Kart with us. I know. Like oh, my. She'll be like, oh. I mean, it's, it hasn't really gotten that much more complicated, right? Oh, no. no. I mean, it's Just still... more courses, more characters, stuff like that. Horses? Courses. Oh, courses. I'm like, <laughs> horses? Okay. Motorized horses, yes. Yes, motorized. So, Z, you were, whole, you were playing with the Xbox 360 controller. Pretty standard, yes. right? Yes. That's pretty much like the, the standard of controllers nowadays. 
Oh, I'd like to play with this. So wait, wait, when, when is that? That, but that version is not the honker. Which version is that? Right, that's the Xbox 360. So their next control, their which next console, which when? is 2005. So it came out in 2001, and then yeah. 2005 is the next. And Correct isn't one. didn't you say that that was sort of everybody's, or it was just your personal favorite? This is one of my favorite controllers. I, ergonomically, it's very comfortable. I and I love the asymmetry with the left stick and the right stick i love having the left stick up there on top uh which you know the, the nintendo pro controller does that too especially the joy cons do that as well like i wish playstation would jump on board and do that but you know i think they kind of set themselves apart of having the parallel sticks but uh mm. do you have do you do you have a preference Eric? i didn't i've never played i mean i've always well you mean it. you've played playstation 4 so you have the parallel that i mean i wouldn't be able to say like oh this is better than I mean, actually, it looks like the, you know, as far as, like, the controller, you know, Nintendo's been doing that since the GameCube. Yeah, they have, yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe with Xbox, they're like, yeah, we like this idea, and we're going to put them... I just, think it, I just think it makes more sense, because if you're going to have most of your movement tied to the left stick, then the left stick should be at the most comfortable position, which is where... Well, I mean, especially if you need part. to get to these other buttons, which is, like, always pretty difficult to do. Yeah. Um, do you have a preference, though, as far as, like, where you like your left stick? No, I don't know. You don't know? It's hard to say. What about I mean, you, Zoe? I have only played one game yeah. on PlayStation. I like having them. Wait, like how right? they are now. Yeah, I've only played one game on PlayStation. You mean Nintendo? Yeah. So you like having the left stick like on top? Yeah. Yeah, that's my preferred one as well. So, yeah, you, you only have ever played Witcher on PlayStation yeah. 4, so... Like, for a really long time. <laughs> but did that, like, throw you off having this... Having this... Uh, everything throws me off. I don't know how you go between consoles. I it's literally could th- not get... I mean, first of all, now I don't have A, B. I literally have, like... What is it? I don't know. Square, circle, yeah. X. I just had to learn where it was and then just deal with it. Yeah, yeah. that's just the thing you just have to remember about muscle memory. Um, so, you know. Speaking of using your muscles, <laughs> 2006, the Wii. The Wii. This was Zoe's uh, first console. I mean, and Erica, did you have much experience with the Wii? No. At um, all? No. Well, I wow. had experience selling it. All right, you were working in retail Because, like, now I was working at Target, so... That's so crazy because then that's that makes a lot of some, sense. Cause... Some retailers had like Wii like stations out for people to play. Oh you no, never I don't. Them? I don't think we. I don't. I mean, I worked at Target starting in two thousand five, and then so then I guess the real crazy Christmas that I experienced where like I think Tickle Me Elmo was like mm-hmm. freaking insane. It was like when I because I think the first year there wasn't like as many hot toys or something that people went crazy over. I think I, it was mostly just like, you know, kind of standard stuff. But like the next year, like there was like insane things that people just went bonkers over, including the Wii. Yeah. Um, that just blew me away. That's crazy. Um, so like that's a, you've, all, never had, you've never had experience with this I, at all. I um, only experienced it a little bit from my ex's son who I don't, I feel like he had a Wii U, but it still had nunchucks. So the so, Wii U, you could use the nun, the the, okay. the Wii and nunchucks on there for okay. if you're playing like Wii games on there because it was backwards oh, okay. compatible. Oh, okay, because yeah, so that's like I mean I remember those controllers and like because we played some games and I'm like this is weird. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I feel like I'm like throwing the remote. Now Zoe, when we were throwing around episode ideas before this podcast, <laughs> wait, so Zoe, ever... have you played with these? This yeah. is Zoe's first console. Oh, yeah. what? Yeah. But uh, Zoe, you had a hot take about the Wii U nunchuck and wait, no, no, Wii U or the I'm Wii. sorry, the Wii nunchuck and um, they call waggle it a nunchuck. The yeah, the little analog thing on the left there. That's oh. they, they call it the nunchuck, and then the Wii Mote is oh. the 
can we think? So, what's your opinion on the Wiimote and nunchuck? Well, I like the Wiimote. The Wiimote's fine. Okay. I don't like the nunchuck. I hate it. Oh, okay. You were because you were you t- you straight up told me in the car when we were throwing around ideas. We I, I, the Wii controller is trash. <laughs> I like the, the stick. Yeah, the the Wii Mote. The Wii Mote, but I hate the nunchucks. Okay, the nunchuck I never got used to. The nunchucks, but it's kind of. That was your so the nunchuck is your left analog stick, and if you see in the back of it here, was your um bumper and ZL button. That looks like it's super tiny. It's kind of small. It for one hand. Yeah, it's it's kind of small and. It's not, you know, when you're used to, you know, controllers, you know, standard, standardized controllers. And yeah. And have like, you know, because this is basically now I have to go up and down. On For certain games. One yeah. Hand. yeah. And remember, a lot of games use motion control and pointing to the screen to kind of. Okay, use so the wait, is this where now they're using more of the gyroscope? So this is like Nintendo's 2006. motion. 2006. 2006. Yeah, this is their motion. This is their motion um, console you know one of the most popular consoles of all time interestingly enough too because it brought in like a a new market that never played games before which was very very cool and yeah in order to do that they had to go bold with their controller and this is like one of the weirdest because i think they controllers ever all the dumb games they were okay the not so game games yeah the the casual interactive like workout games right yeah um i don't know what else they did oh and i guess the sports games and every wii console came with wii but sports I mean, which they, was very they, smart they, they probably took their success with um mario kart mm-hmm. which they realized that people really will buy lots of controllers and they'll want to play this because it's a party game yeah and, and the wii so they weren't to very expensive it... either which is very again very yeah. smart on nintendo's so i think point. that maybe they designed this controller with that in mind yeah where they're like no this needs to be compatible for these party games because mm-hmm. well, it's like we it's like we sports and we fit and then they made like we fit boards and all kinds of weird the balance ex- boards oh yeah my gosh, so many if you want to talk about controllers like oh the God. Wii had crazy amount of like, like peripherals and things like that they had the balance board have you played with the balance boards Z? i think i tried yeah i think i tried playing we fit once did your nick jr fit use the balance board i don't think so. No, I, it's hard for me to remember. But no, I, it didn't. Okay. Nick Junior Fit. Yeah, it's a, a little a Nick Junior version of Fit. Yeah, I mean, like just kind of like game or like fitness type games for little kids that Zoe liked to play a lot. Oh, yeah. Neat. Yeah. Still have it. <laughs> Don't ever get rid of that game, okay? Okay. That's a collectible. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, if we're ta- if we're talking controllers, like we can have a whole episode on just like Wii stuff. But this was this this is the the standard way that you would control this console and you know for the bold direction that nintendo was going did you try to play like any standard game like mario or something yeah the like mario that? games were built with this controller in mind interestingly enough and for side scrollers you could turn this wiimote to the side like a joy con and then use the directional pad and this one and two buttons yeah and it's weird because it's an odd shape too it's like it's it's shaped like a snickers bar it's yeah. about the size of a king size snickers bar too so it's like it's it's weird yeah you have to get used it's a lot of getting used to and what there's only an a button and a one and a two so and then i don't even know a is the main button here on the front oh, wait, here isn't there but there's like a, a button z button on, in the bottom there's a z button with your where your index finger would be on the What's one and two at the bottom so one and two is like some of the control stuff like option one option two but like i said you can also turn this to the side for sets for side scrollers so and then they use don't, it as they don't have button. all the they don't have the direction the two direction pads they don't have the B, right? 
Now yeah. that I look at it, kind of looks like a TV remote. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I always just said. was like, hey, <laughs> you're just controlling the, like, like you have to have another controller, but this is just the controller for the console. I wish we could buy a Wii and just play it and have you guys just like vibe out on like this technology because it's crazy. I, I love I would vibe. Just I think I'm more like, Ugh. Yeah, and games like Just Dance were possible because of the Wii. Wait, because is of that Just gyroscope. Dance Gyroscope was Just Dance started during this time, and it was most popular on the Wii because it had that motion stuff. Like, oh right, wait, wait, wait. we've played Just Dance. Oh, yeah. do you you need the? Oh right, that's right. right. You yeah, need, and we like, and we play it on Switch part. because this, because the Joy Cons are motion sensors. Right. Okay. And th- because of the popularity of the Wii. Pretty much every controller since 2006 have had some sort of motion detection at some point. When, when was the first Just Dance? I don't That's remember. That's another party but it was game. probably like 2007 or 8, something like that. It was around, mm-hmm. the, around the early time of the Wii. Hmm. But like I said, we could do a whole episode on just Wii games, con- games and controllers and stuff like that. But let's move on to, uh, I, you know, we skipped past the xbox 360 but uh yeah i mean the xbox 360 controller was a iteration oh. on this duke which is what's been, what it's been nicknamed you know it got rid of the white and black buttons and it kind of streamlined it made it a little bit smaller um it's wireless and still needs batteries for some reason <laughs> yeah you need a double a two double a batteries for that i burned through a lot of batteries yeah. i played a, i played a lot of xbox 360 wow but now the next actually let's move forward to the last handheld we'll talk about the playstation vita from 2011 this is the successor which you didn't even get that long ago yeah i got it like in 2017 yeah yeah i don't i bought it why i bought it second hand uh because uh, which i'll talk about a lot of the we i'm sorry i'm sorry a lot of the vita accessories super expensive because sony got all cocky okay so this is the controversial this is the the controversial console so they added a uh, right. 2011. 2011. So they Wait, added the PS3 era. Yeah. So PlayStation so, 3 is out at this time. Okay. Because like, remember that was also one of their fails. Well, initially, yeah. They're, they're, the the cockiness, I mean, the hubris. In a sense, like if you look at the total like life sales, like it still was pretty much a flop, right? Yeah. Because well, not a flop. It, it eventually caught up and eventually outsold the Xbox 360, which was the leader at the time. Mm. But it took a long life cycle for that to happen was that same president president of, of PlayStation? there were some like leadership changes, changes. because of that but yeah, yeah but, but yeah guess... but around 2011 they had the successor to the psp okay. added the right analog stick finally which is what people have been asking for oh right. Uh, yeah. still only two shoulder buttons which was a shame so you can't fully translate console games to this you had to get like weird peripherals like the one i have currently attached that actually let oh, you oh, oh wait so there's a, that's actually an add-on yeah that's a little oh. add-on that so it's i bought originally a circle but made it look like kind of normal a, a circle what do you mean it's like a circle shape because you have like the little oh, right yeah so case it's a, thingy and it makes it like yeah so this is what it looks like without that little handheld thing that i or that little add-on that i have on it so it's yeah it's a little bit more rounded than the so than the, games made according to that if you had that add-on or or was that something so what that add-on is it actually presses the rear touchpad i turned it on there are certain games it's okay don't worry about it there are certain games where you can press the rear touchpad to like aim down or shoot or whatever depending on what it is and um yeah that, and that's all that thing does it just presses the rear touchpad for you as a button but, but it's it okay. wouldn't it'll, normally it'll, it'll, it'll be um able you wouldn't normally be able to do that though right 
because it and again it was weird because they didn't they they because they chose not to add those buttons we had you know a lot of game makers had to like work around it so um what makes this one interesting is that it had both a front it had a touch screen and a rear touch pad for very interesting controller inputs there was uh there's very certain there's the, the uncharted game that came out on this one this this yep. flat screen yep that is a rear touchpad weird uh you could use that for uh for to move grenades like where you wanted to oh. aim your grenades so some games had like cool utilizations of it the games were specifically built for the vita but again vita came out it was like four hundred dollars you needed a memory stick for them how and much those was were, playstation at the time a playstation at the time three around like Four, three fifty, four hundred dollars. So just like a, f- a few shy dollars of yeah. like just yeah, and you're, and I'm sure there wasn't nearly as many games for this. Console. Oh no, because it was because well, nobody bought into it, so nobody wanted to make games for it. And but then why did you want to get this? Because um, Cause well, you... the main thing I wanted this for is that the PlayStation Vita does remote play with PlayStation Four, so mm-hmm. uh, you know you can you could play games through a Wi-Fi connection, of course, and just play your place whatever they have on PlayStation Four. You can play on your Vita. The PlayStation Vita walked so that the Switch could run. So mm. basically, so wait, you, inspiration you, think, you think that was uh, something they learned that it could it has a market, but you just have to make it affordable. And yeah, and you have to make. Well, I mean, to me though, the next like kind of semi handheld was the Wii U. Yeah, it's a handheld ish. Yeah, <laughs> as long as you're near the console. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and literally by that you mean like. I don't know, 10 feet. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, 2013, the Xbox okay. One would come out too, which was, again, another iteration on the uh, Xbox 360 controller. A little bit sleeker. It's kind of the same. It's pretty played Xbox One. Yeah, and at this point, like, uh, and at this point, you know, controllers are starting to get a little bit more similar with their form factors and their ergonomics, So, which was a good thing. You know, you, you don't want to confuse people a little too much. Let's go to 2013, actually, with the Wii U gamepad. Now, this was a console that we had and like eight other people had but but this is one of my favorite I controllers of all time really, really? a lot of people yeah. are complaining about this i though. love this controller and i'm so upset that there's not that the potential never Wait, fully why do you saw like it. this controller so much because of the original concept of what it could have been it could have been a second screen a uh, uh, second screen experience like the 3ds but for consoles do you remember? Uh, so we talk a lot about Breath of the Wild in this house, rightfully so. It's one of the best games ever made. But the original plan was to use the Wii U as like your menu in real time. You would switch out your armor and your weapons and your shields and your bows on the gamepad without pulling up a menu. Although, because I, I don't know, how would you do that? Because you'd have to have some game, because you know how when you do that, it slows down time. Yeah. So you'd have to have something where it would still maybe show up on both i don't know they would have had they would have probably but came it was up with originally something. built with the wii u gamepad in mind yeah so they would have had to do something zoe do you remember when we were playing and when you were playing yourself a wind waker on the wii u and you had like the gamepad in front of you and you can just like change your weapon or change your items and stuff like that i think i yeah. don't remember i played a long time ago so but... the wii u version of wind waker and twilight princess had that teaser of what you're going to be using the wii u gamepad for for breath of the wild but i think you control the wind waker thingy through the game yeah and you can change yeah you can change your song 
Yeah, on, I yeah. think that's all I remember. But I don't remember changing out weapons and stuff through that. Yeah. So again, like there was so much potential for the Wii U, but again, we had it, and eight other people in the whole I mean, wide world. You, had I it. doubt you would have gotten it if if your um, April, your ex-wife hadn't taken the Wii, right? Well, I mean, yeah. Because my, this was a whole other console for you to buy. Like, I don't think you would have ended up getting this. Well, we had it, and then, like I said, like when, when my ex-wife moved out, she, she took the console with her, but then my the Wii, ex... Wait, you only had... It was the Wii, right? Well, and then she, had the, she took the Wii U as well. You had a Wii U too? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. I didn't yeah. know that. But anyway, so like my, my, my ex who... The next girl. The my, next, my next girlfriend, like she pulled together money with my friends to buy me a wii u for christmas and that's yeah. like the first console i played in this house yeah exactly and you that's how I, you that played was how breath i played breath of the wild yeah. was on the wii u many 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 hours have been played in this house between the three of us on this wii u and it it, it, it truly is one of my favorite console uh not consoles but it's one of my favorite controllers and the concept of the controller i love the gigantic touchpad on it Again, this is another precursor to the Switch. If we never got a Wii U, we would probably never would have gotten the Switch. What? Um, what? If no, not us. I mean, like oh. Nintendo. If, oh, we, if Nintendo maybe, never yeah. made the Wii U, we, they probably would have never made the Switch. I. The Switch maybe. is the natural evolution. Yeah, to yeah, this, yeah, you know? yeah. It is so. <laughs> I mean, if you look at it, we're gonna take it out. Well, right because here, they because they they started with Game Boys, you know. Oh, yeah. They started with Game Boys, and then they saw that there was a console market, but they also didn't want to... They wanted to make something versatile, compact. Mm-hmm. Versatility is like, okay, we have both our, our home console and you have your portable. Let's make them both. Yeah. And I think that... And that was their ambition a little bit with the Wii U. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I could go to the bathroom. It would just disconnect from <laughs> Yeah, the, if you're like 20 feet away from the console... Well, you can still... Like... You can play it on... You can still play it on... Well, wait, no, you can't. Actually, you, you would have to switch to the gamepad, but it still had to be within... Um, range. Within a very short range like of the... Like 15, of the con- 20 feet. It's I, not no, a long range. No, if you go around a corner to... Like, that's... Yeah, it, it, it's, Which is it's a shame. Much. I wish at least the range was enough for most houses. Oh, and then I think the microwave, whenever the microwave was on... Yeah. It would even... It would block You couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. It, it would, like, <laughs> cut it off. did that? No, I I don't know. There was something I noticed, uh, like when anybody was using the microwave, and if I tried to walk somewhere with the, the console, like it yeah. inter- interfered, and then it disconnected. Yeah, yeah, wow. exactly. So, what are, what are your what are your memories with the Wii U? But I have one Everything. other memory to share about the Wii U. Everything. Yeah, I mean, you 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 played Mario Kart on that. We played countless hours of Mario Kart on there. That was your first real experience with Smash, with Smash for Wii U. Oh yeah, we have that. Yeah, oh. exactly. Yeah, we bought that. That was that was shortly before uh, your mom moved out. That's when we bought Smash. But uh, uh, yeah, we yeah Zoe and I like this is when Zoe like started to get good at games. Was on the Wii U as well. So I have a lot of fond memories with this. But uh, you you said I remember you when I well when I first saw her playing Breath of the Wild. That was like you know on that, and I remember her like cooking, and I remember being like, ooh. Yeah. But I mean, it, it wasn't until you played Witcher, and then I was like, I'm scared because it's a PlayStation game, and that sounds really hard. And I never played a PlayStation, so then I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll try Breath of the Wild. It's similar, like mm-hmm. kind of RPG. This um, thing brings back memories. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Holding it again, I haven't held this thing like forever. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's it, weird, especially when you're you were so used to the Switch. Now you hold something like that, that that honker. But it's a sen- it's essentially the same. It's just heavier. it's the same layout. Yeah, the screen's see, a lot smaller. But we're so used to now having these remote controls. Yeah. Uh, so we're not holding the switch 
like but i mean zoe still plays it with like the switch yeah. i remember we played minecraft together that's right yeah minecraft that was your ex- first experience of minecraft was on the wii u yeah you got rid of it did i yeah oh i what? think i did didn't i what the the, the actual uh disc why because we wanted to get a different game, and I forget what game, a game that was, and we were trying to get credit. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Wii U. I I think there's so much lost potential that could have happened if this console was a lot more popular than it should have been. I mean, I wasn't somebody who followed electronics or games, but because you know I was working at Target, I remember the first Wii, like, phenomena, mm-hmm. um, sensational. Uh, event of the Wii and just how crazy it was. But then I remember, like, I don't. When did this come out? Wii U. The Wii U, 2013. So wait, the f- Wii I'm sorry, 2012. Came out 2012. In, no, no, no. I'm sorry. To, it, it was 2013. So Wii oh. came out in 2006. <laughs> yeah. So that was actually about the same. Uh, six years. Hmm. Just trying to think. I still worked at Target in 2013. Why is it? Well, you have memories of like not knowing what the Wii U was. Yeah, which was yeah. at Target. So now I'm like confused because I wasn't working at Target then. Okay. Well, I'll be. We'll... I don't know. But I remember being like, but I have very, very vivid memories of people being like, the Wii U. What is U? this? Yeah. Like, I was like, wait, there's another one now? Yeah. Again, and then being like, wait, why episode. is it different? We could do a whole episode on the Wii U and its, and it's like failures. A, a customer. Or maybe I was at Walmart and then maybe I'm just kind of like thinking back to when I was at Target and things were crazy. But um, no, I just remember... I just remember being like, there's another one, and a customer maybe asking me, like, well, what's the difference? And I just was like, I didn't even know it was a gamepad. I just thought it was just another version of, another like, this wi- Wii another, thing. Another wiggle waggle. I, but I, <laughs> you know, I'm not really one to be like, I know what the newest advances are. But yeah. I just remember just being like, huh, why would they call it Wii U? That's what we're all asking. Nintendo (laughs) naming. I mean, I I guess if it's like, okay, this is the first rendition, this is the second, kind of the way they do with the controllers, like the PlayStation, what, 2, 3, or the DualShock 2, 3, 4. Um, But then I was like with Wii U, because it's a console. I'm like, and they also like, but they also did that with like the Nintendo Nintendo system and or NES. Well, the the NES and then the Super NES makes sense. Yeah. Because you you know like oh this is the better version. Yeah, the U part was like what yeah. does that mean? It's like, what is the what does the U come they from? They could even just call it the Super Wii. I mean like which what is, is a dumb the name U? too? Is but the U like it's <laughs> all about Wii. U? Super Wii. I gotta go to the bathroom take a or, Super Wii. Or you like you um, turn. So in the in the press conference when they revealed the console they said. The U refers to the how you want to play. You can play casually. You can play, you know, competitively. Wow. It's, it, they it was, literally, it was they were like at the last minute and they're like trying to pick a name and they just picked They were the trying hat. to capitalize on the Wii name without thinking but how confusing that would be. But they could have come up with a better slogan than that. That just sounds, that doesn't even sound like you're using something yeah. like. Again, we can make a whole episode about the Wii U and its failures, but uh, <laughs> we got to move on. We got to do, we're going to talk about controllers still. We're almost done here. We're currently now at the con- the most recent console that we own is the, well, I guess that'd be the Switch, but uh, the PlayStation 4. Which is now at the end of its life cycle. Yes, <laughs> and you but, know, you know, we're my, one of my favorite consoles of all. I think the PlayStation Four is my favorite PlayStation console of all time. It's got s- such a variety of games for everybody. I mean, Zoe, like when you compare 
the PlayStation PlayStation controller to the various like switch like, we'll use the switch, switch oh i mean i feel like nintendo changes their controllers the most oh absolutely we have them we have even just the but ones we have it's all about us. innovation i think that's they're what more, they're really they're less afraid for, yeah. to... but zoe like when you compare the playstation controller even just the dualshock 4 here to like let's say even the switch um pro controller there do you have a preference like do you, what, how, how do you think they compare I like the Nintendo one better. I feel like it's because I'm always I've been used to the controllers Wait, my whole life, life. The pro, like well, that, I mean, just Daddy's the, race car one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but when you play on the PlayStation controller, does it throw you off? In it any throws way? me off a lot. I do not remember what buttons are what. All right. Yeah. And then like Wait, I get have so you confused. On the PlayStation at all? Yes. But what? Yeah. I mean, she's played stuff with me like uh, like Injustice, and there's oh. been there's been other platformers and stuff we've played. Yeah, that's you what played I had a little bit of a uh, Persona Five Royal a as well. Bit yeah. With Witcher, um, yeah. like going back, and I'd be like, "Wait, I, I don't remember if the buttons A and B are are, are inverted." But I I don't like I feel like it's you just have to remember like shapes. So then it gets weird because you're like, "Wait, I have to convert from like letters." And that's just the problem. Just from like you said, jumping from one console to another, you have to remember a different button. But I mean, layout, to be know? honest, like you you kind of learn because there's no game that doesn't give you prompts. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some games, but like you don't start with those games. Start with the games that like literally do a tutorial in the beginning, and yeah, you just yeah. learn kind of this is the accepted A button, the accept button, or yeah. This and is and the... uh, for for any console, really, like a lot of times, if you're just beginning and you're not familiar with that console, start with something simple, a simple platformer or a simple like things like that. Just just I started just... with Witcher, one of the yeah. most complicated games, the most simplest game. Well, ever. actually, no, it does. yeah, you're right. I guess I guess it is simple. No, it's not. That's very complicated. But well, uh, I mean, the controls apparently, like the attacks and stuff, are pretty. They were they were I, intuitive, I mean, but you know, they weren't overly complicated at least. Like I guess, were, or at least that's what you know, real gamers. But uh, Zoe, when you look variety. at the DualShock Four versus the DualShock Three, what is the major difference that you see, other than the shape? Hmm. It has like a little touch thingy pad in the middle. Yeah, that little touchpad. Also, the little speaker here too. Like uh, sound would come out of this, and a lot of times, like. Uh, and it glows. It glows, which I hate. And you can't turn that off because if I'm sitting in front of the couch, you can see the reflection on the screen. It's very distracting. Wait, but yeah. Why does it glow? Because. Wait, where does it glow? On the back here, you see this little. Oh, I mean, I kind of like that because I, I, I like the light. It tells you when it's dying. There are certain games where, um, like Resident Evil. It tells you on the controller, based on the color, how much your health is down. Mm, so green, it. you're healthy. Yellow, so you you're in caution. So you just have to like put a pillow right in front of you, you know, if <laughs> I, you don't want to see the light. In or the you cold put months, a sticky note. There's there's like certain people who just like, take that over. Really? Yeah, completely. Wow. I've, I've seen people do that. But uh, yeah, because I grew up as a PlayStation kid, like I've had PlayStation since you know ninety six, ninety seven, or whatever it was. Like I'm just so used to this controller. Like this is, com- this is like my home. Like I know those shapes back to front. I know the controller layouts pretty easily. So it's pretty easy for me to say like, you know, even though I prefer uh, an analog stick layout like the Switch and the Xbox, but uh, like this is still like the best PlayStation controller I've ever held. You know, we again again we don't have a PlayStation Five yet, but. We'll we'll get there when we get there. What's mm-hmm. the touchpad do again? I remember like with Witcher, it if you touched it, it brought up the map. So I mean, different games use it for different what reasons. Its, what was its function? Or what it was, was it supposed like? to be like a trackpad, like the for the Vita. It was supposed to have like Wait, similar the Vita functionality. Has a trackpad? 
Or, I mean, sorry, not a trackpad, like a touchpad. Oh, okay. It's supposed to have, like, touch functionality like the Vita. They were supposed mm. to, like, work in or tandem. Or, like, the Nintendo DS. Because it, it was the Nintendo DS. You yeah, to, but it wasn't a screen. you have to use the stylus to... For a lot of games, yeah. Oh, okay. It was built so that way. you couldn't actually touch it with your finger or something. Right, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so it, a lot of... Uh, later into the PlayStation 4 life cycle, a lot of the developers would just use the touchpad. It's just like... Touch it. That's the map. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm like, it, oh, well. it would just turn into a different button. To me, it you know? just looks kind of sleek. Yeah, I, I mean, do like the sleeker kind of shape because I mean, this controller is the DualShock Two and Three. It is a little small for my hands, so I do like the DualShock Four's size. It, it looks like the um, the sticks are a little bit farther apart. Yeah, they are. To make room it's for a little bit wider, and... so it's a little bit more comfortable to hold. Uh, yeah, I, I I love this controller. No complaints from me. Uh, Zoe, what's your favorite PlayStation Four game before we move on? Hmm. Hmm. Life is strange. Good pick. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh wait. Oh, oh yeah. That you got. That was on there. Yeah. yeah I forget how because I I don't associate like game ac- or Zoe actually playing much games. And the Last of Us. And the Last of Us. Yeah. You gotta you gotta you gotta listen to Zoe's episode. It's very good. What? Heard the pilot episode of the Dorkiest? Oh, her top. Yeah. 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 Okay. Nice. Folks, we've reached. Mace's cry. It does, all the time. Oh, I can't wait for the sequel. You think they're going to make one? Wait, didn't they show something? Oh, you're talking about Life is Strange? Well, n- not not necessarily the sequel, but it was the, the, next, it was the next one from yeah, that yeah. company. Yeah. Like, Game Studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get can't it. Don't worry. I can't wait for we're that. Because, I mean, I liked The Boys. The yeah, boys. coming in September. We're yeah, getting that. Yeah, that was good. Good storytelling. The Nintendo Switch. Yeah, With its Joy-Cons, with its Pro Controller. Well, the Pro Controller didn't come out. It came out the same time as the Switch. Oh, really? We just oh, didn't did? get one until like a few oh. months ago. But uh, yeah, well, this was another weird thing from Nintendo. Same form factor as the Wii U, as you can see, with the analog stick on the top, D-pad, and then the face buttons with the right analog stick. Except, you know, for the Wii U, like the right analog stick's on top, which is also pretty strange. But, uh, but you know, I, I prefer this asymmetrical thing, which also makes it so you can pop them out, turn it to the side, and play multiple players as well. I... I have we ever played a game like that where you play like little Joy Cons on the side? No. There, yes, yes. Because remember have? when we tried to do um, Odyssey, where one person oh, plays right. as Cappy? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the most useless like two-player yeah, mode ever. Not very fun. It's for like the the person who wants to play but doesn't really want to. I call that like l- little sibling mode. Yeah. Yeah. Where you just get them that to was play. the only time I feel like there's no other real good. Yeah. Yeah. So, w- what do you guys? How, how do you guys feel about the Joy Cons? But it is cool that you can do that. Yeah. You can split the controller. Nintendo play, giving you people a, options. Yeah. This is very versatile. Yeah, and they do, and they have little trigger buttons too, right on the little. But it sliders. has to be integrated in the game, like, cause, so that's kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to. It have to be game specific with that. I know we're. You you two are primarily Nintendo players. Like, what are your, what are your thoughts on the Joy Cons? I love the Joy Cons. I love them. I love them as long as the damn analog sticks. Would just stay true. I mean, because like that was our problem with our first one. We killed yeah, it. Joy-Con drift aside, I guess you know. Yeah. So like, other than like malfunctioning, because I, <laughs> I mean, I know this happened with the N64 controller because you know yeah, the, that analog, that analog stick, stick would just, would just, just like oh my. Limp. And I'm like a heavy-handed person, like my writing. So like, I was not. You're I'm always not very, very rough. subtle with my <laughs> movements, and I like destroyed 
the sticks. So what do you, Zoe, what do you think about the form factor of the Switch? Actually, do do you feel like it's a little too small? Do you think it's does it cramp your fingers at all? And you it have kind of big hands. Cramp my fingers. Like I, if I put them together, it's fine. But like if I play with, with one Joy-Con like on the side, <laughs> I feel like it's too tiny. And I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. Wait, you mean you mean in handheld mode? Like no, like when you take just one Joy-Con on the side. Oh yeah. I feel like that's too tiny. But if you like put them in on that little. Controller I think thingy. we've tried playing Sm- before we ever bought like an extra controller. I think we've tried playing Smash or something on there with the two Joy Cons. Nightmare. Yeah. Oh, what it was when Uncle Kyle came to visit and we only had the two controllers. So what we did, we took the Joy Cons out and then we played that way with the second controller for the third player. That's what we did. We tried that with Uncle Kyle. Nightmare. Oh. <laughs> I don't like playing like the single Joy-Con. It's 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 so tiny, and I already have trouble with my big hands like trying to grip it in handheld mode too. Which is why we finally had to get this wired controller and the the Pro controller is, oof. And the buttons are weird. Like there's like little buttons inside of it where you like if you play on the side. Yeah, the, with the little these little trigger buttons on the inside of it here. Yeah, yeah. oh, they're too didn't tiny. Notice that? Yeah, because we hardly play with like with oh, the okay. sideways Joy-Con, you know. So it's not the best to play with the Joy Cons just like that. Yeah, but when you put them together, though, like it's better. It still feels pretty good. Yeah, I don't yeah. like how boxy it is. It, it's not the most comfortable controller to hold in your hand, but but I mean, it, I like it, it. it works, especially with the way that the Switch is supposed to be like a handheld, you know, home console thing. I, I kind really... of, I kind of like. Uh, the way they're separated, because if I th- let me think here, um, I don't know. I feel like it's even better than the Pro Controller, just the way they are. You mean in the little in the little Joy-Con slot? Yeah. Oh, you prefer you prefer that to the jo- to the? Yeah, I feel I feel okay. like um, I don't know. There's something about the spacing. These are more spaced out to the middle, versus these are all in one line. So yeah. when I play, it's so, oh, so easy it's to hit the minus more... and the plus if I need to like pull up a map or something. Oh, okay. Or so you settings. like the way when you put it that into linear the... format is yeah. really it's helpful to me. Okay. I mean, because like when I played Mario uh, Odyssey and um, the Breath, well, I didn't play Breath of the Wild, but um, let me see here. I played Mario Odyssey on there, and then I played. Oh yeah, Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, lots and lots of Animal Crossing. Um, I mean, not that Animal Crossing is difficult, but um, but I feel like with the small buttons too on the Joy Cons itself, it's very easy to like press multiple buttons. Do you guys have that problems? I never had no. that problem. Oh, you don't? Okay, maybe that's just me then. I'm more of a handheld person. I don't really play on the TV because it, over there, my mom's TV's like occupied. Always occupied. Always occupied. Thank goodness for the Switch. I know, and my t- I have a tiny TV in my room, so I just like to do handheld. Oh, okay, yeah. probably look yeah. better anyways. Yeah. So I'm not used to the, the little Joy-Con controller thingy. Oh okay. yeah. Slide in one. The one where you take the, the. Like if I always put it on there, it feels weird. Yeah. It is. I think it's weird because it's like you're like it's like a book size at your side, um, distance, and then all of a sudden now you're going back to this little squeezy. Um, position yeah and exactly. i think that's why the pro controller is a little better because um it's at least expanding them out but i think that's why i like the i like them separated yeah but um, at this point in nintendo's history you know we went through most of the major consoles and most of the different eras how weird i mean we got we, we got our pro controller here sitting right next to the uh, the n64 controller and just how much progress they've made in just that time 
with that being said, like the little nitpicks that we have with the Joy-Cons, I think they nailed it, you know? This is like the perfect like this is like the perfect marriage of like form and function and functionality and it's even though it is a little small, I think it's still a little ergonomic and it gives you options to play multiple players or you put them together in the little cradle and it you can play by yourself and i mean they're the pro controller is kind of expensive but if you want a more traditional type of controller the game gives you or the, the console gives you an option to do that why did they make one like that the regular controller yeah the pro controller not uh, the I mean, regular for more traditional game players is it because that one has that thing that's meant to hold the so um, this thing is not a okay, part of the controller. That's a so, separate so peripheral that I bought. So you have a pro controller, and then you also bought what is that thing called? Uh, it's a so I, what's the name of the company that bought this? Is that is that Nintendo? Um, this isn't official Nintendo. Oh, okay, so, so this it's is, basically this like little stand that looks like uh, what are those? Those uh, it's a spoiler spoiler for for, <laughs> for, for your for your controller. Yeah, but it holds the switch. It holds um, the screen. Yeah, which is uh, very helpful. Yeah, so then so now you're no longer like playing with your controller at the side. Yeah, but you're and like I said, like the Joy Cons are really close up um, TV. Yeah, for me, it's very helpful because the Joy Cons, like I said, are kind of small. And after a little while, like it starts cramping my fingers, which mm. yeah, you never have that problem, right? No. Yeah. You think maybe it's just because you do it so much, like you're just used to yeah. it? Yeah. Do you ever have that problem, Erica, with like with the playing in handheld mode? With, do, do your fingers ever cramp up? Um. I don't think so. Okay. Well, my fingers maybe. cramp up when I'm laying down. I don't oh, know. Because like, you're holding it like that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like maybe, maybe. I mean, I ended up getting like the joystick stand, covers. Yeah. Oh, well, the stand was so I could do dumb little Animal Crossing things. Yeah, but, just on the side, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but while it's charging because I've been killing the battery. Um, but the... Um, but you never, so you never had problems with cramping or anything? Not other than the Joy Cons, like I needed to get the joystick covers because my fingers were slipping because it was too hot. Yeah, <laughs> and my fingers were slipping all over the place. Yeah, I that's one of the so. things I don't like about. I, I wish the 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 analog sticks on the Joy Cons would have been a little bit more concave. Yeah, so, they're to a little too slippage. flat. Um, yeah. and especially with when I was just running around Animal Crossing stuff. Yeah, it was. Um, I don't know. I need it. They're too flat. Yeah, definitely. They're, yeah. I like how the um, DualShock, the DualShock Four, right, mm-hmm. um, has one. like that concave in the middle. Yeah, because so like the, that is another difference for, between the three and the four is there's actually a concave in the middle. I mean, you bought button covers, but um, for the other one that had like grips on them, yeah, and I liked those. Were so cool. Only because the because it like the original it ripped off. Yeah, like, it, I, I used this is the original um, DualShock Four that came with the yeah, but it's console. all like it's all like. So like this special edition, you have a white one. Yeah, I don't know if that's like a retro thing or what. what it's what? just a different color. It's the exact same controller. So oh, okay. Color. So that's the original um, stick cover. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I wish it had something like that. I mean, they do have like a grip, but there's such little. Um, and they're so slippery. Yeah. yeah, they're very slippery, and yeah. my hands are super moist if it gets hot, and so. You don't have that problem, Z. No, I mean sometimes, like if I'm nervous playing a game or something, like my my fingers are like Five Nights at Freddy's. You you, you start to slip off the the yeah, (laughs) and like I need to like be rushing because like they could come jump scare me and like get Mm -hmm. me at any moment. Yeah. So I'm like, and then like I slip, and I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm dead. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I feel like because like I don't feel like Nintendo's ever had any kind of grippy thing like that. Like okay, so like looking at these controllers, and 65 is the one that only ha- it has like the most grip, which has like these grooves, circular. Yeah, but look at the um, GameCube controller; it has the same one. 
Yeah, but I mean that started here. But so yeah, but I feel like that would be even better with it than what they have that for the yeah, for the, the yeah because like really... that's just smooth. It's not grippy enough. Yeah, and even the Wii U con- gamepad didn't have that either. No, that... they didn't. They got rid of the concentric circles. They got more of the um, s- the Switch version, except they're a little bit more slick. Yeah. Um, but then yeah, so I think I think if there's anything they could improve is I mean I know despite the, you know, having problems with like the crampiness is really just yeah. having we'll the, better... We'll okay, first of all, the, the drift, because I've, that is a thing for a lot of people. That's a, that's another um, thing on the side, yeah. Yeah, which is a... You know, I don't know if you've ever had that w- problem with any other controller. Because, I mean, that is, a, that is an integral thing. I think if you have a controller yeah, especially with system, how expensive they are, like, come on. I mean, even even with, like, the... Because, like, the other thing I have a example or, like, experience with is the N64. The drift there was never really drift it was really just like stiffness and yeah. lack of responsiveness and the, and the but, stick going limp yeah but but with that it's literally your character because now it's like a lot of 360 um environments now your character is literally just like walking off a ledge yeah. because you were looking away for like at something and yeah i mean those technical <sighs> issues aside i mean let's hope that like when the mm. switch pro eventually comes along We'll get concave, but then Joy-Con that's, that's, sticks. I feel like that'll just be for the Switch Pro. I mean, yeah, which would suck, but you yeah, know, I, I I'd want them to mm. you know address this so that we can get our gray ones fixed. But uh, yeah, but, but anyway, uh, that being said, you know we can't talk too much about the PlayStation Dual Sense or the next iteration of the Xbox controller, which you know the Xbox controller looks really cool. I love the D pad right there. Like I love how it's multi-directional. Wait, there. so this is. These okay. are the current ones. So this so is the, the current, Series X, and uh-huh. this is the uh, Dual Sense the for next, the Sony for the I like PlayStation, PlayStation Five controller. It looks so it looks, they look cybery. I, it looks this. It looks very similar to the Xbox controller. Yeah, but so I mean, similar shape. If you want to look and compare, it's basically the same, except for it has less of a like handle. Like it's got more of a. Yeah, this one's a little um, bit it's more. It's little curvy. less. You know, it's less. Oh, it's less curvy than the. Um, than the last iteration, which was what? This is the five? Or a little bit more rounded on wait, the is this sides. Five or this wait, is four. Oh, this one's four that we have. We're looking on the screen at five. Okay. But the, the, but the, the, but the main like selling point for the dual sense is the haptic triggers, the way that the, the, right. your, how, how, your, the pressure of the buttons affect your gameplay. Really? I yeah. mean, they also kind of... Mm, I, I, mean, I, I was thinking maybe they changed the angles, but not really... Yeah, this, it's a little bit rounded on the side, but uh, yeah. which you know we haven't held it ourselves because we don't have one, unfortunately. But I'm, I'm really ex- like all of the functionality of the Dual Sense is what I'm really excited about. Yeah. I love the idea that the tension of a bow affects how hard you have to press down on the trigger, or if you press if, you're, if it's a melee thing and you press really hard on your trigger, like you hit really hard, or you can hit softly, or you can do always... like that. I always like to say, like, these seems like good ideas, but because they're a mechanic that has to change constantly, and that's not just a blinking light or, yeah. um, or you know, like a new, that, a new button, use, it's yeah. like this is literally something that has to ch- has have variation. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's really, I don't know if there's any controllers that has something like that. Where uh, I mean, the GameCube is something similar, like, well, you know, if you, the, with the concave... Okay. Uh, triggers you can push it in halfway or you can uh-huh. pull it all push it all the way so yeah. it's not unheard but i mean of. that was like a that was a mechanical thing and like this is now a programming thing this is now part of 
part of the Rogan. design of the of the console. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 more the um, software part, yeah, and then it is the hardware part. So that that also, but now it's like har- software and hardware combined, and I can just kind of like, that's oh, really man, cool. I hope this yeah. doesn't like cause like some like issue, you know, yeah, where more it, like, drift, where, it, where <laughs> yeah, where it just it eventually leads to where it doesn't work. Yeah, I don't know. Zoe, I think you might have experience. Do you have you you played with the Xbox One controller, right? With your stepdad. Yes. Yeah. I play with the tiny one though because the big one, like broken or something. Oh, okay. Because like we don't have a battery charger, so. Yeah. Like we can't. How was that controller? Because I don't have experience with that one. It's good. I mean, I like it. Pretty standard. It's yeah, but you gotta get used to the buttons. Yeah, because they're they're switch the the yeah, layout. Switched. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but so guys, what are your favorite control? Do you have a favorite controller? Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch. Just the, just the regular Joy Cons. The Joy Cons. Yeah. Yeah. Erica, what's do you have a favorite controller that you've played in your life? Um. Like what? Um, what's um, like? Um, what's the? What, which one feels the best for you? Like wh- which one feels at home when you put it in your hand? Um, I know you have the most experience with the Switch, and I guess the Wii U as well, but. Yeah, um, I feel like I I had a, you know, because like I I've now that you're playing Breath of the Wild and you're doing it on Switch for me I'm having trouble. Mm. I feel like the Wii U I like that one so much better yeah. and I'm like mm, this seems hard I know how it is pretty unique with the Wii U gamepad how the analog sticks are on top which I thought was pretty interesting I yeah so they're both on top. And then the buttons, you know, at the bottom. And then, of course, the And then, like, the, the start middle. and the plus are actually, like, or the minus and the plus are both on, like, the same side rather than different sides. Yeah. I like that a lot because, it's a lot um, less you know, because, like, with Breath of the Wild, one, the plus brings up, you know, a menu. The minus brings up a, a, a map. map, which yeah. is really important. And, you know, I hate them being on different sides. I don't know why. Um, yeah, because it, it, it gets confusing, yeah. I, it's easier for me if things are all on the same side, and I know that this is. For that. I don't know. So that's so to me like yeah, that was the easiest to use because when I got to, um, I mean, and even just with the way the controller, like the the way that the the distance between the L and the the L. Yeah, for they're me they're was both on different planes, which is very ergonomic cool. versus yeah. you know the switch where they're they're much closer. I mean they're literally almost on top of each other. Yeah, parallel. And they might they're almost the same button. How yeah, close they are. so I I mean to me this one was like way better. It reminds me like a lot more. Like I mean it's, you know it's, cause it's chunky of the Sega Game Gear, but it, but I don't know. I really liked even though this thing is heavy. Yeah, it's, it's not cool. for it's not meant to it's like, not for little hands. It's not meant hands. to you to like <laughs> hold it like an airplane or something. It's literally meant for you to sit on your lap because it's pretty heavy. Um, and but but as far as ergonomics and e- ease, like ease of use, yeah, the Wii U. Yeah, so that's my favorite controllers. Man, controllers. That's pretty cool, huh? <laughs> controllers are pretty cool. <laughs> ladies thank you guys so much for joining me on this episode this is this is a really fun one to kind of go back in the history and kind of get your guys's perspective on them i know erica you're kind of you know i'd love to do an episode just you and me just kind of talk about your gaming history and like your experience Mm -hmm. stuff i know you're kind of a i'm a a very intermittent gamer yeah depending on the busyness of my life phases yeah but you've also prior to uh you know us meeting and falling in love like you just kind of been like on the outside looking in as far as gaming now you're kind of getting a little bit more involved with it which is a cool perspective and i'm glad mostly that mostly you... just watching you play 
but doing a little bit of dabbles myself. Yeah, exactly. And then, I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, there's some games that I do want to take on, but like with the You'll have events time that are going on in my life, I, like you know, I really Red Dead I think is my next thing. If I oh, can I can't wait for you to, to play the like regular Dead. camera yeah. control since I, I'm an inverter, I'm, yeah. I and they don't have that apparently. So like that's my even though like that game scares me because it's very, it's like the harshness, like the precision. I'm so scared. Yeah. Well, maybe for whatever PlayStation 5. I'm just going to have to die 5, a whole bunch of times and just, yeah, just deal with it. Maybe for whatever PlayStation 5 version that they do for an upgrade for Red Dead, maybe that's maybe. when they'll put the uh, inverted camera. If help. you get a PS5. I mean, Zoe, slander. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, thank you guys for, for joining us. And, 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 again, you know, Zoe's perspective, too, playing games pretty much your whole life and starting at, like, the Wii and where we are now like he's a pro gamer she's a pro gamer Gamer. moment like what what do you what do you you think about all these older controllers that you haven't played they're interesting we've come a long way haven't we yes i can't believe it started (laughs) off i mean it it really depends on the games to be honest like i mean yeah there's like the ease of use but then you know having four uh touch uh like touchpad or the, the poor four face buttons and then you know just like you have this and then they take it away it's like really depends on the games yeah um and and especially like where those are mapped you know for yeah. that game and then it, where they're just like really grates on you because maybe you never played that one game that used the buttons in that way that would probably never should have but and then you end up hating that controller because of that one game. Yeah, and it affects your enjoyability of the game itself, too. So controllers, you know, we said they came a long way, but because their ergonomics and their functionality and the way that they're mapped and the way they fit in your hand, like, really does go a long way in making you enjoy and be immersed in the game that you play. So, which is, you know, I'm, I'm glad that we've come the way that we are now because I feel like they... For newcomers, I know Erica, you were very like intimidated by how many buttons like even the PlayStation Four controller had, the Wii U even had. No, the PlayStation Four, I was like because of the shapes and how. That's why we called uh, Breath of the Wild Witcher training because I was like, I can't, I haven't gamed in years. Yeah. Wait, I know I started out with Mario, but that was just because. Yeah. And with Odyssey, but then I was really interested in Witcher because you finished playing Witcher. But then it was your turn. yeah. And then I was like, I want to play now. I absolutely have never been so compelled to play a game. And I had to play it. And I was just scared. So I went with Breath of the Wild, which, you know, then really distracted me. Because I was like, I was just going to play for a short while to get used to it. But then I was like, nope, this is my favorite. (laughs) I love this. Well, we're going to have to do a whole episode, you and me, love. So we can talk about all that. But uh, yeah, thank you guys again for joining me uh, talking about old and new and modern and the future controllers. Hopefully one day we'll talk about the dual sense and how maybe Zoe slander (laughs) go to your room. (laughs) But thank you guys for joining us on the on the dorkiest this uh, this nice hefty episode talking about the history of controllers and our experience with 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 some of them. Uh, Please join us on uh, whatever the next episode may be. We have a lot of topics on hand to, uh, to talk about, a lot of fun things to discuss. For my dorkiest co-host Zoe, for my dorkiest co-host Erica, I hope to have you on the on on the show again sometime soon, love. And I am your dorkiest co-host Mike, and GGs everybody, go G-G. control some controllers. GG, what does that mean? Good game. Oh, okay. <laughs> like GG. G. 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 G.